1: Previously on Lonely Boys.
0: Are you trying to humiliate him? Is that it? I don't care about him one way or the other. I just wanted you to see he's not a part of this world. I know you kissed him. So,
2: you and I are not dating. And uh, let me just tell you, you kiss a lot of people.
0: You're not supposed to kiss him. He's Humdrum Humphrey. Everly told me it was life-changing.
2: Nice, Humdrum Humphrey, that's a good burn. Uh, but it was because it, it made me realize I wanted to be with you. Dan and I both know it meant nothing, less than nothing. Actually, it was terrible. It was the worst kiss I ever had in my life. I don't know why they freeze-framed it last week. I'm still throwing up thinking about it. Right, Dan?
1: Yeah, that's right.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> this really is the goofy era. Come on, Humdrum Humphrey. <laughs> i I was going to tell you all about tonight but that would have been a huge mistake dan humphrey may not be royalty and he may be stupid and he may suck and i may never talk to him again but at least he's not a child
1: Goo, goo ga ga.
2: there's two children i brought to this event today. where are they over here Goo Goo. hey upper east and welcome back to another episode of the lonely boys podcast my name is matt i'm one of your titular lonely boys and i'm here to break down season four episode 19 of gossip girl petty in pink i am not here by myself i am here with someone whose ankle monitor doesn't allow him to ever leave the crematorium it's brendan ruppel <laughs>
1: hello why would i want to i'm of course your co-host the creepy uncle podcast thank uncle cream hi to the hotel cremation, recording live as always from the crematorium and editor-in-chief here at cream weekly uh doctor officer cream reporting for
2: duty i guess Creamiest cream Kareem. yes cream did you forget uh, how your how your intro goes for the first time
1: yeah i'm, I'm flustered I, I have been uh well, moving nonstop. i just i just i just sat down and uh I finished this episode like two minutes ago, so. I'm...
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. Great. Yeah, yeah. We really, we really I have jumped not had right time to do anything
1: this week, and just uh, I'm really cramming everything into this to this week, and I'm finally glad I can take some time off tomorrow to watch Barbie. Not to get too. Far oh to topic,
2: yeah, you're seeing it tomorrow.
1: I, I am planning to. I'm very excited.
2: All right. Let me know. Let me Which know. Which kind of ties is, into today's
1: episode a little bit. A lot of pink.
2: It does the Barbie party. The Barbie party. The, the pink party. Um, we'll get into all of that, Brendan... We do have a guest. We've no we've no time to banter. We have an we have an episode of Big Brother that we need to we need to wrap up before it comes on. We all want to watch oh, uh, the, the I episode of Big Brother Live. Hello, oh. uh, hey Big Bro. Oh, hey Big bro <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh, <laughs> New so. part of our intro. Yeah, that nobody gets because it was just a text <laughs> message exchange between the two of us.
1: <laughs> it's so it's still funny. Just we each call each other Big Bro. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, so uh pete you can turn the podcast off jimmy lynn you can turn the podcast off no banter today we are bringing That's in it. the guest it is someone who is now uh, i you know I'm i do hope we keep adding Congress names
1: club. to the uh, the banter only club yeah <laughs>
2: okay the, uh pete and jimmy lynn are founding members of yeah. it they they are the they're the co-chairs um all right this person is now the Third member of the Five Timers Club, I believe, joining Lita and Sam. Please welcome the wonderful Brian Scally. Scally, how are you doing? Hey. Oh,
4: hello, hello. I'm glad to be here. You know, I got the call, and though the podcast seemed super sleazy, I did decide to take <laughs> the offer anyway.
2: <laughs> As you should have. Welcome to the Five Timers Club, the illustrious club. I mean, what, what an honor. You'll be getting your hat in the mail, of course.
4: Oh, I can't wait! I'll send you my address. Shortly. You have to order it. It's very <laughs> expensive.
2: Yeah, you have to pay for it yourself, of course. Yes. But you'll get oh, it. okay, got you. <laughs> um, have you been watching uh, much Gossip Girl since since the last time you recorded with us? Have you Have you uh, gone ahead and finished the show, or are you? Where Where are you at in your Gossip Girl journey?
4: So, I have not. Um, I was originally, as I committed, I was like, you start a Gossip Girl podcast, I'm going to start the show. And I planned on watching a long, maybe a little bit ahead to pick an episode. Um, but then the only reason I started going really far ahead was because booking got so damn competitive uh, <laughs> I that I really. I mean, you wouldn't think so, but you're here for the fifth
1: time, so. I just want to say.
4: Well,
1: yeah. <laughs> well,
4: it happens. That's what happens when, so... you get the,
2: when you get added to the sub roster. <laughs> That's true. <laughs>
4: so um, I actually have not gone any further than this, I believe. I believe right. this is yeah. the most recent episode of Gossip Girl that I have watched. I like to uh, give updated takes as I go through. So yeah. excited to be able to deliver on that. I'm in the same boat. You got boat. up
2: here. You said, you said, yeah, of course. You got here. You said, this is the episode I want to come on for. You texted me, and then you said, I will stop until we get up to it. Mm-hmm. Admire the restraints say it's it's weird, it's time. Weird. i it's I feel yeah. like it's a, already a
1: different energy. You being here scheduled versus you being a sub. And I know, right? Yeah. So I'm a sub. You,
2: you can tell. You think? Do you think the listeners could pick up on it? I like, think they can. Like, oh, this is a different energy, Scally. That we're getting. This is definitely scheduled, Scally. Yeah, this is
1: more. This is Dom, Scally. Oh,
4: This is Dom, Scally. Wow. Well, I hope to bring it. <laughs> <laughs> well. And
2: then let's see if you can be uh, continue to be dominant in mm. uh in in your in your favorite part your time to shine your best part of the episode here. Uh, you didn't get it last week. It was a, it was a tough one. It was the first time you fell in a while. It was a tough one. Uh, this one I think you might get. Uh, as you alluded to last week when you saw what the episode was going to be called. The title is Petty in Pink. Do you know what this is referencing?
1: Pretty in pink. It just needs one instead of oh, Don Gonzalez. You're back. not fucking, around. Not you're fucking, not fucking around. around. I know. We got Big Brother to watch. Hey, around. Big Bro. Yeah. <laughs> the
2: 1986 movie, Pretty in Pink, is what it is referencing. Brendan, you are now 11 for 19. And that's exactly where you were at this point last year. You oh, were don't. 19, come on. I said, what did
1: you say? <laughs> oh, no. You jinxed me.
2: <laughs> and I said, you just have to get one right, and you get <laughs> oh, over 500. And then you went 0 for your last three. To end, I to could peek the ahead before. and see
1: if I uh, have a good. A good yeah. uh, schedule lined up, but I'm not going to. We're going
2: 0 for going over five to start this season. So you went eight in a row getting wrong. So let's see if you can actually get over 500 this this season. Oh, let's see. Or Everyone's rooting fal- for me. we falter yet again. <laughs> we didn't even think we'd you'd get to this part when you yeah, started over five. This it is... might be my best season. People are crying in the streets right now that this is happening. Here's a joy. <laughs> 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 no, I don't think you know what joy is.
1: <laughs> That's what I sound like when I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, I am happy to get into the episode, of course, Uh, original air date, April 25th, 2011. And we start with a box being passed around. Uh, I I guess this is something that Louis has sent to Blair, and uh, it it ends up here with Blair and Dorota. Blair is freaking out that Louis has sent her a note. He wants to spend the day with her, and uh, she still hasn't picked out a dress for the occasion. Uh, we, we find out that Serena is at the penthouse. She's been a very good daughter since Lily was sentenced to house arrest. So we really just like yada-yada Lily's sentencing here. She Like the last week ended with like the phone ringing and Lily being like, I don't want to answer it. And we don't know. <laughs> and then we come back here and it's like, by the way, Lily's on house arrest. I, I mean, I guess it makes sense. You don't want to send Lily to the slammer. But uh, what did you think of this?
1: Yeah, I guess it made sense. I, I kept predicting that she was not going to go to the actual jail cells of the world. Uh, and it, it makes it, we can also just now have her in... The same set she's usually in so it works it's easy enough
2: yeah yeah um uh, I- i'm surprised they didn't like make a moment out of it like finding out like this is it are you going to jail, least, or yeah, you not? maybe
1: pick up that phone call <laughs> yeah exactly
2: <laughs> <laughs> like clearly when they switched the writers the writers in charge of this episode had no interest in that they were just like i, I don't know I-, I let's just put her in just give her put break. an ankle monitor i mean <laughs> we have this ankle monitor lying around anyway just put it on lily yeah and it looks, we'll it looks good a lovely I'm fashion fan. accessory
1: yeah very good yeah
2: um Serena, Eric, and Charlie return to the penthouse where, where Lily is. Uh, they're all hopped up on caffeine after the co- coffee tour they just went on. Uh, Eric picked a fight with a barista. Apparently, I, the Vanderwoodsens have never been getting along better. It's all uh, Charlie That's must be true. the glue here. Every, everyone is in such good spirits.
1: Yeah, even yeah, even uh, later on, the kids are hanging out with Rufus, and they both are enjoying his presence, which is yeah. strange.
2: Yeah, Kelly, what, what do you think of a uh, new character, Charlotte Rhodes here, cousin Charlie?
1: Um, I'm not, like, the biggest fan.
4: I just feel like, look, Absolutely. she shows up. I'm already having up. to
2: defend Cousin Charlie. <laughs>
4: Here <laughs> we go. She shows up, and she's like, Serena, we're best friends. And Serena's like, yes, of course
1: we are. I trust you with my entire life. So.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's on Serena. That Serena's a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: yeah, I, I'm, I'm with uh, you there. I feel like we, I, I'm just doing a little bit of mental gymnastics to be like, you know what? I guess they have a history because they're family. So I can, just, I can give her the benefit of the doubt because... They are actually related, and they didn't just meet off the street recently. It's
2: like, Cousin Charlie, whom I haven't seen since I was a kid? Yeah. Here's yeah. my ent- here's my entire life. Yeah. It it
1: little can little
4: you scary. actually my, – here's my social security number. Can you go open a new account for me, please?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I felt the same way a little bit, though, because like, she's also new for me. And I, I – last week we didn't get that much of her, so I, don't, I didn't have a – a lot of opinions on her i mean we it, got enough for me to it, get my mvp until the end of the episode though i was a little iffy and then once she, she throws vanessa under the bus i'm like Ah, there she is <laughs> i'm with her baby. welcome
2: to the show <laughs> i get it now the
1: rite of passage
2: yeah exactly so i mean vanessa continues going straight. So, like I- i'm so glad the writers finally figured out that all we want is for every single character to hate vanessa except like for someone Except, Rufus? Course, Rufus who is weirdly <laughs> invested in getting <laughs> the college <laughs> so we'll get to that. But Lily invited the planning party committee over to uh get gift bags together for tonight's pink party. Again, no idea what a pink party is in general, but I, like like you alluded to, I, I thought it ended with all of them like seeing the Barbie movie, perhaps, or like that that's that's what my yeah, pink party I, was I didn't know what it was until I
1: saw, until I movie. saw um the sign for like breast cancer awareness later on in the party. Oh,
2: they do mention breast cancer, yeah. awareness. yeah. They they never like it wasn't explicit enough, no, they just no, no, keep no. calling it. But the pink, I guess the pink there's any party. excuse
1: to like kind of dress up in the same color though, because we've seen right, white parties right. and whatever the else. Thing.
4: I was gonna yeah. say, I did not question it at all because we have had much dumber <laughs> excuses for parties on this yeah. show than just everyone's wearing
1: pink, like okay, sold, <laughs> yeah. I mean, get ready for next year's Lonely Boys uh, overall party,
2: yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> um, so. It's been a while since Lily has talked to the girls since she hasn't been able to leave the house. Uh, the, these the planning party party the pla- party planning committee. I don't even know what I'm saying, but like I, I don't know who they are. We've we've never met them, but apparently, like Lily has her own noopsies now that she she hangs out with. Also, <laughs> and Mrs. Captain herself, is the leader of them. Like I I didn't know about this dynamic. Hey, whenever Mother she energy... comes into
1: the show, I just I just laugh. Like she just <laughs> like, comes in to be a big bitch <laughs> every, once why? a season why do, they keep, why do they keep
2: calling her back oh now she's the head of girls inc whatever that is okay now she's the head of the party planning committee okay are people clamoring for ann archibald to be back on the show every season yeah Oh, okay my my yeah, mistake. yeah woo.
1: <laughs> that wasn't me so oh speaking of archibalds though i a quick quick aside i was driving in sag, sag harbor today and i had to mm-hmm. make a delivery to a house on archibald way and it was in Tech oh. uh, Harbor's oh. in the Hamptons, famously. So it could have been his house.
2: It could have been. You should have knocked on the door. I think
1: it definitely was.
2: <laughs> <Is> it? <laughs> cool. Nate, shouldn't you be in class right now? <laughs> shouldn't you be uh, uh, near a table Pool table? So. shouldn't you be playing billiards <laughs> no
4: um, i think it's easier just to call her back than do the 30 seconds of character development that they usually do with a new character so <laughs> why is, not bring her back
2: is, bring yeah her i back. guess so Bring bring her back we need the resident bitch of the episode bring bring it ann who cares so we've already established that she's the worst um rufus is at the loft apparently he came over to borrow some movies from dan like is Lily really going to be interested in watching one of, like, Dan's pretentious art house movies or, or, or like, documentaries that he has? They like, couldn't just, like, get something on demand or go to Redbox or something? Like, I don't know why he's borrowing yeah. movies from Dan. Yeah, was this,
1: 2011? But, is there streaming by now or no? Not uh, quite.
2: I mean, was Netflix still in the age where they were, like, sending DVDs? It might the DVDs be. Or... I think
1: you could probably get get them from, like, 7-Eleven mm. at this point, maybe. I don't know if Lily's you... letting a red box DVD come in her house. <laughs> <laughs> what, is,
4: what is this? Get this out of my, my
2: head. <laughs> <home. laughs> um, Rufus asks Dan if there's any more developments with the thing from last week. And Dan's like, ah, yeah, we figured out that uh, we're, we're just friends. Uh, I actually got a call from a job today. That's what this is about. And Dan got a call from the editor of Paris Match. They read his blog in the W and want him to do some additional reporting on a story for them today. Uh, Rufus is very impressed, but Dan says that the piece is kind of sleazy. Apparently some European prince is going to be in town, and they want Dan to do a day-in-the-life story, like what a royal does in New York. But here's the thing. prince doesn't like the media, so Dan has to follow him and stake out his hotel. Um, A couple things here. First of all, Obviously, Dan should have been skeptical here. I mean, I guess there have been bigger coincidences here, but Dan is, like, (laughs) randomly supposed to stalk Prince Louis and write about him, of all people? Like, what are the odds? Small, small (laughs) island like Manhattan, of course. This sounds like like something
1: that Chuck would have set up for some one of his schemes.
2: (laughs) Yes. Uh, Secondly, he has to literally stalk this man. Like, that's probably why they thought Dan was the perfect man for the job. Yet another precursor to him eventually turning into Joe Goldberg.
1: Right, yeah, that... that, that, I'm not in the journalism world, but this seems like a big ask for somebody to, like, actually spy on someone. I loved
2: your I loved your article in that fashion blog on the W. <laughs>
1: Can you
4: stalk
2: the prince for us? <laughs>
4: like, oh, yeah, cool. That's the, the natural next step. Mm. Now I'm a lot more worried about where this storyline is going.
2: <laughs> so... Uh, Rufus thinks it's a great opportunity and then changes the subject out of nowhere to ask him how things are between him and Vanessa. Very telling that Rufus of all people is so interested in this now that Vanessa is back in town.
1: Mhm. Very suspicious.
2: Yeah. Mr. Do you want to
4: like yeah. probably chance bring Vanessa by the house any more often, please? No, <laughs> oh, up to. what, maybe she could just come by. It just
1: occurred to me too that this is all uh, coming up while his wife is under house arrest and she can't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lily nope. well, can't leave the
2: house. All of a sudden, Rufus wants to know where Vanessa is.
1: <laughs> yeah,
4: well, I think it's more that like if Dan shows up and Vanessa's there, like they could be like, "Oh, she's waiting for you." Right. Not like exactly. anything else right. is going on.
2: Right. If they're not friends, then that doesn't make sense. But if they are friends, then Vanessa at any moment just be like, "Oh yeah, I was, I was with you." Don't, don't worry about why I'm so out of breath and my hair is messed up. I was, I was waiting
1: for you. <laughs> I have a waffle in my shirt. <laughs> Nearly her resting state, though.
2: So, uh, Dan says they've only talked so that he could reiterate the fact that they have nothing to talk about. And Rufus tells Dan, "Yeah, I was mad at Vanessa too, but you guys were friends your whole life, so that's not something you just give up." He's like, "Yeah, I know that Vanessa put Serena in the hospital and lied about it and unfairly blamed my daughter for it, but you know you've known her a while, so why not just forget about all that and be friends again?"
1: Is this similar conversation I had with my dad, and that's why we do this podcast now, me and you. (laughs)
2: yeah he still holds a grudge from when i broke your ceiling
1: (laughs) yeah yeah like he's such a fucking idiot his foot went through my ceiling but you know you guys have been friends your whole life so do a podcast together
2: (laughs) well thank you don for (laughs) for allowing us together (laughs) Um, yeah as we said like now that lily can't leave the house a lot more opportunity for rufus and vanessa to sneak around Mm. um <laughs> Dorota is helping Blair pick out her outfit. Uh Blair answers the phone, gets a bonjour Blair Blair, and it's Prince Louis uh himself calling Blair. And Blair is surprised because she thought he would never want to see her again after she left Paris. And he's like, uh no, no, not at all, unless the reason you left Paris is still in your life. And I thought she left Paris because she lives in New York. Yeah, I thought eventually
1: her trip was just going to end. Like, when she said that, she you? was like, do you remember, Blair? Like, you guys left on good terms. Like, you were on bad terms at first, <laughs> yeah. and then you settled it all up. And like, oh, shit, I have to go to school now, and you forgot you went to school. Mm. But you, were, you went home. These writers did not watch that episode, let's <laughs> <Yeah>. be honest. <laughs>
2: They're just like, oh, they haven't talked in a while. They must have left on bad terms, and it must have been <laughs> because of Chuck. Totally Write it I in. <laughs> So yeah, she confirms Chuck's no longer in their life, so uh, Blair is going to introduce Louis to all the best that New York has to offer, and then they'll go to the pink party afterwards, but uh, Louis is going to burst her bubbles, and uh, not Bubbles Macintosh, who we'll get into later in the episode, <laughs> but he, t- he tells her that no one except her is allowed to know that he's here. How does the Prince of Paris, or whatever he is, plan on no one knowing that he's in New York City? And obviously this does not work, but like, he thinks he can just go to the city and go to a restaurant and... like. He's he's not in disguise. I don't understand what he thought nah. was going to happen. Like I mean, as long as I
1: go to a Brooklyn pastrami place, they'll have no idea that I'm in New York.
2: <laughs> right. If
1: you walked into
4: a bodega and the Prince of Paris was there, would you notice? I don't think I would. No, <laughs> no I, I think we. Last I week, think... especially me and Gagan
1: are horrible at understanding uh, royalty. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think that someone would though. There's royal watchers all would. over the place. Just just as Lucian. So. Um, Blair's like, yeah, of course. Uh, She's recently learned of a few places that nobody like them would be caught dead in, so she's going to make a new itinerary. Uh, The minions are here. Now, asks Blair what the emergency is, and Dorota's about to, like, spill the beans on what's happening here. But uh, Blair interrupts, because now she's under new instructions, and she's like, oh, I don't want to say who my date is with just yet. I'm a little surprised that Blair didn't just, like, ignore Louis and tell the minions that she was going to be seeing him anyway, because I feel like the only reason Blair would want to date the prince is so she can brag about dating the prince.
1: Yeah, I guess she know she has to keep it under wraps though. So she's just if she wants to have him at all, she has to keep it a secret temporarily.
2: Yeah. I um, I like that when Blair and Dorota leave, Penelope's like, "Don't worry, I know we. I know someone that who can find out who Blair is dating. Like, yeah, Gossip Girl. Everyone knows her. What do you? This <laughs> it's is not the title of the fucking you, show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's like, "Have you heard of Gossip Girl?". <laughs> Uh, Charlie and Serena here. Serena has apparently listened to Vanessa's voicemail now, so uh, they're looking through Gossip Girl's archives to see if Dan and Blair have been sneaking around recently. I feel like Serena would have seen a blast like that and like not forgotten about it, but all right, right. I-, I guess— Yeah, they, they're,
1: I they're all kind I... of recent, too. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Also, thank God Charlie's here to explain the plan. Like, she gives us all of our exposition. Like, the the scene starts with Charlie just being like, wait, so you're saying that you listened to the voicemail, and now you think that Dan and Blair might have kissed, so that's why we're on Gossip Girl right now, looking through <laughs> the archives, and see, and seeing if there's any clues to that? OK, I'm all caught Thank you, thank you. There was no previously on, so we needed, we needed yeah, that yeah, bit very, of exposition there. Yeah.
4: Just filling up some time. She was good, though, when Serena's like, oh, that doesn't mean anything. Like, Juliet just drugged me and tried to convince everyone <laughs> yeah. I was crazy. Charlie's like, oh, yeah, that totally happens all the time
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, i do like charlie as an, as an outsider here because she's forced to yeah. they're forced to explain to her all the insane stuff that happens and she's just like oh yeah okay i, I also like oh, go on go on oh okay i'll go on she she has ahead, like when uh, serena says the plan and charlie's like and how is this better than just asking them because that, that is a good right, question no, yeah. where a lot of this mi- miscommunications could be avoided by just asking someone
1: Yeah, yeah. You talking about how you love this character and how she acts as like almost another Georgina. I was wondering if that version of her was going to be like she's also an absolute menace and is into these sort of things and has done them in her old world. But now I'm starting to understand that she can bring on chaos in different ways and is just a normal person for the most part and is interested in in this stuff. Not so much in Georgina. Yeah.
2: No, she's a she's a fresh babe. She doesn't she doesn't know she's getting her lay of the land here and yeah. Uh, and Serena explains that if uh, Vanessa is lying, then she's a horrible friend for believing her. But if she's telling the truth, then Blair and Dan are horrible friends for not telling her. Which, okay. But Serena can still ask Blair about it without believing Vanessa. She can just be like, hey, this is the message yeah. Vanessa left me. What's up with that? Blair, what's I mean, going on? Isn't she crazy? You believe her? And like, <laughs> what? You're a terrible friend. <laughs> and Secondly, I don't think Blair and Dan are terrible friends for not telling Serena. They don't owe her that.
1: No, especially because where they landed is that they're just friends. So I, I guess right. they maybe should say like, hey, we hang out sometimes. Maybe we could all three do this sometime. Why? But
2: they're... It's like, how dare everyone not tell me exactly who they're hanging out with yeah, at all times? She's time.
1: just very insecure and very annoying. I mean, I have a lot of FOMO. So I will
4: say, <laughs> like, you can't even invite me. <laughs> like, <Right? laughs> yeah,
2: I'd be more mad about them not getting invited than I would be that they're just friends. But I, Serena never frames it as like, how dare they... invite me to come come with them to see see Nanette at the film festival. Let me say no. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. I just want to be invited so I I can turn them down. Um, So Charlie's finding information, but Serena is not convinced. um, Until they get a secret, a a Gossip Girl blast that B is headed for a secret rendezvous. So Serena asks Charlie if she's ready for her first Upper East Side scheme. Uh, But first, she needs to learn how to use the Gossip Girl spotting map. And I would also love to learn the technology behind that.
1: Do only certain people have this? Because we've seen it on only, only a few phones so far.
2: I, I, I guess everyone people, must. There are only a few people that know how to use it because she has to <laughs> teach Charlie how to use it. I guess.
1: Oh, it's, it's kind of a secret
4: thing. Question Like, What is the learning curve on this? I feel like <laughs> click on the page and it shows you where everyone is. <laughs> and
2: you see this big face that comes up? Yeah, this big Dan's face. That comes, yeah, that's Dan. And again, are they all,
1: are certain people chipped? <laughs> or what's going on? Uh, here?
2: Yeah, I. I don't know how Gossip Girl is doing. This. I can't no imagine that, that Dan like yet.
1: said yes to having his location on for <laughs> the Gossip Girl GPS
2: system. Dan, Dan <laughs> did not sign the waiver for this no. for sure not.
1: Um, best it's like all right you got to hit like
4: refresh to see the next update like that's that's the learning curve i think yeah
2: <laughs> that's true. They, they may you know like maybe when everyone first starts using gossip girl they kind of have to check like a terms and conditions box that they don't exactly read and like the last thing is like by the way you you uh submit to being tracked at all we have your location you check box. You say otherwise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> prince louis exits his limo and walks right past dan who doesn't notice him uh Charlie is nearby spying on Dan, and so, so kind of like a double a double spying going on here. Uh, she's reporting her findings to Serena. He's acting weird outside a restaurant, uh, but Serena wants to know if he's guilty weird or hungry weird, which I, I don't know what hungry weird looks like, but... <laughs> just guess. rubbing her belly,
1: I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he's like licking his lips and
2: rubbing his belly. <laughs> <laughs> funny, imagine
1: he's doing that, but all he has to do to fix that is just go
2: inside. <laughs> <laughs> um, Charlie tries saying she's not good at this, uh, so Serena should do it herself. But Serena explains that uh, that's the double-edged sword of Gossip Girl. She would be spotted. And for once, the logic does track. I, I mm-hmm. guess she would be spotted, and then someone and would ask, learning why how are to you? do this, too. It's fun. Yeah. a fun training <laughs> yes, session. Exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, yes. Dan goes inside, so Charlie tells Serena to stand by, and she reports that someone else just arrived in a town car, and that someone is <gasps> Lair. Yes. So just, yeah, unfortunate. Unfortunate timing and coincidences for everyone, of course, because this is Gossip
1: Girl. Yeah, because yeah, the, Blair and Dan have not even begun working together this episode yet. And they will. Yes, that is yeah. correct. This yeah. is just
2: a coincidence. Well, not really a coincidence because it's all set up to have Blair be uh, stalking the prince. But, yeah, this is mm-hmm. this is not part of Blair and Dan's uh, plan yet. Um Claire enters the restaurant, and she sees Dan sitting at the counter and is not happy. And she tells him to leave because no one can see her here, even though uh, even though he falls under that moniker, he still has to go. And Dan's like, what are you doing here in NYU territory? And she says she's on a date, and uh, they they like have a little back and forth here where they say like, oh, you're not allowed to be mad, and Dan's like, no, date away. But he, he does seem a little angry here, and Claire goes on her date, and Dan gets a look at who she's with, and again. It's Prince Louis just sitting out in the open, even though uh, he said no one can know he's here. Like, if he was that concerned about it, maybe they shouldn't have gone out in public. But I guess because they're in NYU territory, nobody can recognize that he's the prince.
1: Yeah, I guess I guess NYU people don't, uh, they're not royal watchers. But I, I, I think <laughs> yes. there's a little bit of, uh, like, jealousy, animosity between the two of them. Like, Blair Blair also, I think, is a little bit like, I can date whoever I want. Like, kind of insinuating that, or hoping he'd be mad a little bit. I don't know. I, I, I still read into Blair's emotions a little bit with Dan.
2: Yeah, I I guess at this point, Scally, we should ask: Are you more of a Blair and Dan shipper at this point? At this point, or still a Blair and Chuck shipper? Or I guess third option: Blair and Louis shipper now with Louis in the picture.
4: Um, I think I'm still a Blair and Chuck shipper. There we go. A while to get me off of that. For me, I read almost more into like Dan being more into it than Blair, and just like she's not into it. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, I neither. like I'm totally not like finding after yeah. you. Right. Um, <laughs> so. At this point, Blair has
2: so many options, so it makes sure that Dan, it makes sense that Dan is more invested in the him and Blair of it all. But yeah, I'm I'm happy that you've not been turned so quickly like uh like Brendan has to the Blair and Dan of it all.
1: <laughs> I'm just glad this is still going on because I was worried after last week that it was it was going to take a big pause. So I'm glad that it, it's still kind of stringing us along a little bit. I want to yeah, be strong as long as I can enjoy these two <laughs> potentially dating.
2: So. Dan now walks out of the restaurant while Charlie's on the phone apologizing to Serena that Blair is inside with Dan right now. And uh, Dan walks right by her, and of course she doesn't notice that he left, so a classic misunderstanding again. Uh, even though Dan and Blair were secretly hanging out in the episodes before this, so like she still had the right idea. Like They have been sneaking around, but yeah. um, Serena goes into the restaurant to confront them, and uh, she made it there in pretty quick timing, it seems. But Blair is not in there with Dan at all. It is Blair and Louis, of course, and Serena is immediately delighted. Uh, Blair gets up to talk to Serena and lets her know how romantic this all is. She's she's so excited. Uh, she waived her 48-hour waiting period for Louis. Uh, that's why she had to keep a low profile. Um, so she swears Serena to secrecy, which, uh, of course, she agrees to, but she wants a full report later. And uh, she tells Blair to get back to her date. So they are on good terms as of now.
1: Hmm. I mean, it's, it's so funny that she's so mad to see Dan. When he first walks in, as soon as Serena walks in, she's like, oh, there you are, my beautiful girl. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Like, dang, no one can know about this. You have to get out of here. And Serena comes in. She's like, Serena. Oh, I'm
1: so in love with both of you.
2: <laughs> Come here. It's
4: very funny, because I also think it tracks with Serena where it's like, Charlie calls her and it's like, it's true, they're dating. She's like, I totally believe it. And Blair's like, no, we're not. She's like, oh, okay, I also oh, believe sure. that. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, just yeah. flip of flip a switch all times. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and then Serena meets Charlie on the sidewalk, and she fills her in that Blair wasn't with Dan. She's with a guy named Louis Grimaldi, who she met in Paris last summer. And Charlie swears that she saw Dan go in there, and Serena's like, oh, sweetie, oh, honey, you, you've you just met so many people and in so little time. It's no wonder you got your little head confused.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, I know what Dan looks like. Uh, <laughs> you're
2: Charlie, so dumb,
4: Charlie. You're yeah, dumber you're, than you're, I. You're so
2: stupid. Of course, you, of course you confuse Dan with the prince. Like, you don't you know, know who any better. Love? You would
1: love my friend Nate.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and she gets a call from Nate and he's like and it's like uh Dan and Dan, Dan and Blair are hanging out together in the-. like oh Nate you're so stupid <laughs> um, Charlie's adamant that it was Dan and Serena's like you did great, Charlie. We got confirmation that Blair was with someone who definitely was not Dan. And it's, it's like it's because it's correct that Blair didn't come here to meet Dan. But also, Charlie isn't crazy. She did see Dan. And also, of course, Blair and Dan do, in fact, have a history of sneaking around, so all over the place here. Yeah. But uh, Serena leaves. But Charlie's going to stay behind and do some more snooping. Uh, now that she's figured out how to use the Gossip Girl spotting map, she uh, there's no stopping her now.
1: Yeah, she's very eager. So she's having a lot of fun doing this. Like, yeah, so to a I point mean, where I was wondering what her motive was, but was just, she just felt like she wanted to prove herself right.
2: Yeah, she, she felt crazy that, Yeah, that Serena was dismissing her. She wanted to prove herself right. Yeah. All right. Nate and Raina, remember these two? Uh, they're getting ready to hunt for oh, We still haven't mom. seen
1: Chuck yet at this, at this point. <laughs> no. I can not how long that. it was. I was like, where the hell is this? I guess he's just Well, that's because
2: Chuck's part of the B-plot now, so he's he only gets to be yeah. with, uh, with well, Nate and Raina.
1: Well, I mean, these, this is like C-plot.
2: Yeah. Well, all we know is that... Uh, Raina's mom's name is Avery Thorpe, and she had her when she was 22. And so Nate suggests talking to Chuck about this because he went through something very similar. Al- almost insanely coincidental how similar these two storylines are, mm. almost as if the writers are running out of things to do. But, uh, However, Raina is not ready to talk about this with anyone except for Nate, which is unfortunate because uh, Chuck, of all people, is the one person who has some relevant information about this uh, because Russell inexplicably yeah, told the him only about person it. that actually
1: knows what happened.
2: <laughs> yes. And so the plan is to call a private investigator. And speaking of Chuck, he's in the background now getting wasted in the kitchen for breakfast. And he tell Nate tells Chuck that whatever he's ready to talk about what's going on with him to let him know, uh, Chuck is by himself now, sees something on the floor. Looks like uh, Chuck has figured something out because he goes through Reina's purse and finds like the birth certificate of her mother or something, whatever this is. Um, also, apparently in this episode, Reina is revealed to be 26, which is uh, significantly older than both Chuck and Nate, who are supposed to be 20.
1: Oh wow, yeah, that, that is. I, I I always forget how young they are. They're still young babes. Uh, they yeah. they all could kind of play twenty six because that's probably their their age. Closer to their age. Yeah, they're age. probably right. <laughs> um, new theory is that Bart killed. New theory.
2: New theory.
1: <laughs> Bart <laughs> killed Raina's mom, who is also Chuck's mom. They were they're brother and sister.
2: <laughs> Bart killed. Oh Bart! Sorry, I thought you said Art. I was like, "Who's this character?" Art. Art like, killed Bart. Bart. killed Art. Killed Bart. Bart killed Schnart. Um, Art. Art killed Reina's mom, who is like also her, like we've
1: been told. But, but Russell didn't tell like, oh, but she's also your mother, Chucky boy.
2: I think this is a little far fetched, and you don't have Colin here this week to completely back up all of your.
1: Oh. We'll say, I came in
4: with the same theory of oh, they have go. the same mom knowing this show. There <laughs> we go. <laughs> yeah. The I right. always <laughs> on my side, baby. All the guests I don't are know that the... I actually believe it, but, <laughs> but? <laughs> knowing this show. Yeah, okay.
2: <laughs> I mean, anything's possible with it's this show. Anything's possible. In this era of this show. So, Dan calls Vanessa. Uh, Vanessa's thrown off by his sunny attitude because he's made it clear that he's done with her, as he should have, uh, which is why it's so frustrating that he's calling her now because of Rufus. And... Dan tells her that uh, when he was with with his dad today, he swung by Veselka, and uh, he's by the campus if she wants to get something to eat with him. Vanessa should be jumping at this olive branch that Dan is actually willing to somewhat forgive her and have a meal with her. But instead, she has to be her sarcastic self. She's like, oh, so all of my heartfelt attempts to reconcile with you weren't good enough, but the aroma of cheese and dough turned you instantly sentimental? Dan should have been like, okay, never mind. Shut the fuck up. I tried.
1: (laughs) He should say that. She still thinks she has the moral high ground for whatever reason. This, This is just the kind of person that she is. So... She's lucky that Dan can look past all of her bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> she,
2: for now, at least I am so right. happy with where we are at the end of this episode. <laughs> yeah,
1: and, um, it's so far, fun- you know what? I'll say, I'll save it. I'll save it.
2: All right. They agree to do drinks later tonight. Uh, Detective Vanessa has memorized Dan's schedule, asked why he's in the area if he has off on Fridays. (laughs) And uh, Dan fills her in on the job that he got before he realized he had a conflict of interest. So he quit the job and he's going to explain everything to her tonight. Uh, I was reading some of the reviews of this episode and they were pretty positive. That seemed to be more positive than I was, not to uh, spoil a a potential rating Uh... of this episode, but... uh, TV Guide, however, negatively reviewed the character of Vanessa, describing her character's direction from a borderline interesting counterpoint to all the glamour of her surroundings to a snivelly, sniveling Batinsky. Yes. with nothing better, with nothing better to do than meddle for yeah. the sole sake of spoiling everyone's fun. <laughs> Get him! <laughs> Thank you, TV Guide, for oh, calling wow. out the sniveling Batinsky of the. is.
1: <laughs> I always said she's such a Batinsky. <laughs> hmm. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so I was happy with TV Guide's uh, <laughs> TV Guide's review of Vanessa's <laughs> character. Here. Um, Mrs. Captain herself comes to the penthouse. She apologizes to Lily. Uh, she says it was very thoughtful of her to want to help out, but they just felt it was easier to give the do the gift bags at Blaine's instead. Uh, Lily takes us in stride. She has a little smirk on her face that she says uh, she's a little disappointed, but the the success of the event is the priority and. Um, and asked Vanya to send over the food so it doesn't go to waste. You know how the Trumps love their tea sandwiches? I didn't even know that Blaine Trump was a person. But yeah, that's a, where they're doing the goodie bags, I What's a tea guess.
4: sandwich? Uh, I try not to stay up to date with them much. <laughs> yeah. I,
2: I, well, I thought for a second they were just inventing new Trumps, but Blaine Trump is is in fact a person. Oh. Also, don't know exactly what tea sandwiches are. Uh, but, well, you uh, know,
1: now I'm starting to think about it a little bit, and it might be just like regular sandwiches, but... In the shape of the letter T for the Trumps, <laughs> knowing I that know. I think they would like that. <laughs> I thought they were the crustless little triangle
4: ones.
2: That sounds right. I thought maybe they were just sandwiches you have during tea. And maybe that's still accurate if that's it the ones you have during I think <laughs> all three of us yeah. are correct. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we probably are. <laughs> I like when Eric comes in and, like, comedically – I guess he's still up to, hopped up on coffee. That's supposed to be the implication here. Because he comes <laughs> in he's like, hey, where are they going with those stones?" And he's, like, wildly pointing at them. Like, I've never like seen Kramer Like Kramer on coffee. <laughs> Yeah. They don't know what to do with Eric this episode. So he's, he's just, just be... caffeinated. <laughs> his thing yeah, his thing is he's caffeinated.
1: <laughs> I've never heard of a coffee tour in my life.
2: Like they're like, uh, well, we ha- we have Eric for this episode, so we gotta do something with him. I don't know. Give him coffee, have he him will, run around He a doesn't bit. do drugs. All he right, doesn't right.
1: do drugs anymore. He had a couple sleeping bills. True. Caffeine it is.
2: <laughs> so Rufus fills in Eric that Lily may have underestimated her social standing now that she's on house arrest. And I, I feel like Lily should have known how these ladies would act, like, better than anyone. But I guess maybe she figured she was just immune to all of that because she is Lily Vanderwoodsen.
1: Yeah, I I also don't see her interact with other other ladies all that much. So I wasn't sure how they they were going to act. That just kind of happens in the background.
2: We've
4: seen Lily think she's above the law before. So (laughs) I'm not all that surprised.
2: Yeah. So Chuck talks to Nate. And if there's one thing the show loves is a Howard Hughes reference. Because Nate, again tells Chuck that his Howard Hughes thing that he has going on scared Raina away. I have forgotten who Howard Hughes was since the last time he was brought up on the show, but I do remember that Chuck keeps getting compared to him.
1: I kind of thought it was uh, the last name of that duck, Howard Duck.
2: Don't know what you're talking about. Howard Hughes the duck? (laughs) That's who we're going with?
4: Look up Howard Duck. His last name is probably Hughes. I mean, um, I've heard of Howard the Duck. But...
2: I haven't. Oh I'm God. gonna, I'm gonna look him up right now. <laughs> right. Howard, why is that where you're... Where you, where you, well, Howard most the famous Duck Howards. is a film. 1980s.
4: someone when. could draw a good like cartoon amalgamation oh of my these two.
2: <laughs> you thought that this guy was, was Howard Hughes?
4: I don't know. He reminds me a lot of
2: Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he is wearing a shirt and tie in See? this picture. <laughs> this picture. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I, I can see how you got them confused. <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> Finally. Chuck tells Nate that he saw what they were looking at this morning and asks if Raina is looking for her mother and that tel- tells Nate it's a mistake and he has to stop her. And Nate thinks he knows what this is about. I can't blame him because he thinks Chuck is saying this because of what happened to him and his mom. Uh, but he thinks that Raina deserves some answers, just like Chuck got, and that she can handles it. Uh, she, she can handle it. But Chuck disagrees, and he tells Nate that if her mom wanted to get in touch with her, then she would have by now. Um... I'm not sure why Chuck doesn't like right now confide in Nate that Raymond's mom is dead.
1: Why is he giving this a shot? Like, oh let's let's go check on one person before I give you guys the real answer. <laughs> and then if
2: it's that one and then if it's not that one person that the one lead we have, then I'll tell you then, that, that she's that her fucking mom's dead. dead. <laughs> <laughs> like I guess I guess like Chuck may be hesitant because his dad may have been behind it, but it's not like he's behind it. It's not like and also he exa- again, by the end of the episode he comes clean about it anyway, so whatever.
4: Yeah, I guess it also, just like, prolongs a little bit just told part of the story <laughs> like pretty sure mm-hmm. she's uh no longer here i don't know right. anything yeah. else
1: it's almost like he felt bad about dropping the whole bomb on her at once he's, kinda, right. he's trying to stretch it a little so, thin.
2: um nate goes to talk to reyna chuck makes a phone call he calls andrew tyler to find out everything he can about the fire at the building and the crowd goes wild I, I just know that mel got served was cheering at it. the number one andrew tyler super fan um i couldn't believe chuck that tells...
1: the same actor was even here
2: it could, I, have been, it could have
1: been any man. Any man in the world. It could have been
2: anyone. It could have it could have been, but it was Andrew Tyler. And uh, he needs to know if Avery Thorpe was there that night. Uh, more on that later. Blair and Dorota again. Blair was so focused on picking the perfect outfit, she didn't realize it was freezing outside, so uh, she asked Dorota to get her a cardigan. Prince Louis hangs at the phone. He looks very upset. His royal advisor told him that he's been found out, and his parents have been informed. Uh, Lucien is on the phone. Or he's on the plane right now to escort him back to Paris. And, like, again, I... I feel like no shit. He got found out. He was in a public restaurant in the middle of the city, and not one but two people came up to him and recognized him. And like, the, I they really thought that because they weren't on the Upper East Side, people just weren't going to recognize him. But that is uh that's not what happened. Yeah. Also, what happened? To, like, Prince Louis just like run away from home? What he? Yeah, cause he, he just he couldn't. says
1: to her that he, uh, he just went to New York on his own to see her, and yeah. people are now chasing after
2: him. He couldn't take out of nowhere. He just couldn't take not having Blair in his life anymore. So he snuck out of his castle. He fled to New York without anyone knowing.
1: Almost a year later, we'll like six, 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 eight months later. I
4: don't know how ethical lying about charity is. Maybe we could have come up with a different excuse. True, but yeah. uh, and why did we need to hire one of Blair's friends to keep track of it? That's like, what I could've...
2: don't understand. Why did it have to? Wouldn't it make more sense if they hired someone that was an outside party so that there wouldn't be a conflict of interest once they figured out that Blair was involved?
4: No, no, it's necessary to really make this as messy as possible.
2: <laughs> it, seems to, it seems to make things necess- unnecessarily complicated when you go out of the way to hire one of Blair's friends to do this. And so That makes sense. Yeah. So Louis tells Blair that he's mentioned her many times over the summer, but his parents don't approve because Blair is a commoner. H- how the turntables. Blair is the commoner.
1: Yeah, I mean, look at her. She's eating pierogies in Brooklyn.
2: She, she's disgusting. <laughs> That's <So>. filthy. <laughs> <laughs> um... When Louis's parents found out that he was in New York, they hired one of Blair's friends to follow him. Of course, uh, so they were behind this. We don't know why they had to hire one of his friends, but that, that we will never find that out. Um, Blair tells Louis that she will see to it that Penelope is deported. I love that Blair, for some reason, immediately thinks it's Penelope. Uh, she's been looking for a reason to get rid of Penelope for forever. She tried to get her like in jail. She's the other still
1: around. It's kind of crazy. She, in season four, that this is one of the the longest lasting minions.
2: What kind of contract did Penelope sign know. when she became Blair's minion? Like, how is, she, is her job so protected?
1: Very impressive. And she, I think she's always been the one that's most antagonistic to Blair, and she's still around.
2: Yes.
4: It's really bad that I feel like having people deported is probably a regular move from for Blair Waldorf. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. It's her favorite move.
4: definitely moves.
2: upsetting, but I'm, I'm, I'm sure she has done this more than once. Um. I think
1: her version of deported is just like off of Manhattan. They can go to a different...
2: Right. They go to the Hudson. Yeah, Yeah. Anywhere else. <laughs>
1: um. Never step foot in New York again.
2: <laughs> so... Louis's like, no, 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 it was a man. And Blair's like, Dan wouldn't do that. Which he didn't. He just told uh, he told Vanessa that he quit the job. So uh, we don't know right now who actually told him, I don't think. But Blair tells Louis to go back to his hotel and put on a suit because she knows who can fix this. And uh, she immediately calls Dan and lets him have it. She tells him to meet, meet her at Paul Smith in half an hour. You know why, and you should be ashamed of yourself. Um, and uh, that's how she found out. And she's like, I always find out. Did, does Dan think she's like... Talking about having drinks with Vanessa later because that's what I would be pissed out about. Pissed (laughs) about too. How'd you
4: find? I'm so embarrassed. is they never explain how the royal family found out about this. So Dan says, like, I turned it down as soon as I realized it was you. And it's like, and on your exit interview, were you like, sorry, can't do this because he's actually lying and he's on a date with my friend, so yeah. sorry.
2: Yeah, I'm starting to think maybe this was Dan's fault. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't explain how they found out, right? Like, it's just a loose end that they never bothered to pick up in this in this, uh, in this this episode. Um, Dan, Dan hangs up. And it turns out that Charlie is still stalking him again. How the turntables yet again. Now, now Dan is the one being stalked, and uh, Charlie may be new here, but she's already fitting in well. She she's uh, taken to these schemes very naturally.
1: Yeah, and going off on her own too, and doing it without uh, being prompted.
2: Yeah, good she's for her. Yeah. Um, Blair and Dan at Paul Smith, and Dan is swearing he had no idea about anything. He backed out the minute he saw that the prince was with her um and Blair's like you should have been suspicious the minute someone told you they wanted to pay for your writing which, which is <laughs> Dan <laughs>, laughs at this too <laughs> yeah you know, know he knows this is their relationship like Blair's <laughs> just going to make fun of him and it is he can't deny that Blair is objectively funny she
1: is she's the funniest on the show
2: and so Blair tells Dan that his desperate need for literary validation calls her a date with royalty so um i guess it was that like they found out through Dan like i i don't I'm still a little confused about it but whatever um Blair gives Dan the opportunity to make this right. Uh, Louis told his handler that he came to New York for a charity event, but Lucien doesn't believe him. So, so when he comes to pick Louis up, Blair and Dan are going to convince him that Louis is a casual summer acquaintance and that Blair and Dan are madly in love. Of course, this is Blair's idea.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is like, I think they've done this before also in some way, shape, or form. I can't remember what, what happened, I mean... but it's so familiar. <laughs>
2: She couldn't think of anything else that she has to pretend that she's well, dating part of, Dan. Yeah,
1: part of me feels like this is her subconscious being like, "Oh, I got to kiss Dan again."
2: Right. I, I think so. I mean, Blair's. I mean, Dan's got to call this out later, but yeah, um, Blair could have come up with no less than a million other ideas to get Louis to stay in New York. But the, but the fact that the very first idea that she comes up with is this, and she's like dying to go through with Dan, it. Dan, come here. I'm going to pick uh, you uh, out of
1: tie. I'm going to make out with you in front of somebody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, it involves pretending to be madly in love with Dan. Like Brendan, your head must have been exploding.
1: I'm back. I'm back, baby. I'm so, I'm I'm so back, glad. Right? I'm so glad.
2: Well, me and Scally are going to patiently wait for Chuck to make his way back into the picture, hopefully soon. Um, Blair and Dan are going to stage a private, intimate moment for, for Lucian just happened to stumble upon. And remember, at the same time, Dan does have someone currently stalking him, trying to find proof that he and Blair are dating. So the timing could not be more perfect for this.
1: Yeah, there's a lot, of, a lot of people tailing Dan these days.
2: What a coincidence that... that uh, They're going to pretend to do exactly what someone is stalking him to look for. (laughs) And so, uh, Blair's going to play the friend card here. And Dan tells her that if he is her friend, which is why he has to point out how bad of an idea this is, uh, everyone in the world is going to be at the party. And so Dan thinks they have to tell Serena about this plan. But Blair doesn't want to have to explain why the two of them are faking a kiss. Is it much better for her to just find out and assume it's real? Like, I don't. And, like, that's what's going to happen later. So
1: I don't. I was on, was on, on bored with you there but then when she talked about chuck finding out and like having to explain that to him i'm like i guess i am i guess i kind of understand not wanting to explain yourself to chuck
2: well i mean it just goes back to like if this is something that they're doing that is so hard to explain to like their closest friends then maybe this is a little convoluted and doesn't make sense like yeah (laughs) maybe maybe this is something you don't have to do
1: (laughs) oh yeah yeah i guess that that when you boil it down like that that's uh probably they
2: just tell why can't they just tell Serena not to tell Chuck? She's both of their friends. She's saying, well, yeah, okay, "No they problem." Said,
1: I don't know if they said it exactly, but I think they alluded to uh, we can't tell Serena because Chuck will find out somehow <laughs> because just she, can't keep, she will, can't
2: keep her mouth She will can keep her mouth
1: They know that about
2: her. So Dan Dan is convinced. He says, "As long as Blair pays for the tie." And then we see little schemer Charlie taking pictures of them through the window. Um, Serena and Eric are looking through movies to find to watch to watch with Lily. Um, unfortunately. Rufus has to admit that he has no pull here. Uh, he tried to get uh the party moved to to the uh, penthouse but it's it's not happening. And then Eric reveals that Bubbles McIntosh, the party co-chair, tried to kiss Serena in the ladies' bathroom at the pink party last year. They they really just like nonchalantly downplay this information.
1: Yeah, it's uh gross.
2: Yeah, a ran yeah, like a, a random person just like forced herself on Serena last and, year. And, but- and
1: they don't care. They like they love that they have this information on this guy. <laughs> That's what yeah. they really care
4: about. Yeah. The smile on Rufus' face when he finds out. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> I like, 19, sir. <laughs> He's like, my man yeah. Bubbles. It doesn't stop him with Vanessa, but I mean. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. Rufus says that using that information would be crossing a line. He wouldn't ask him to do it. But you're, yeah, his face is saying something completely different. And I'm not saying they should use this information as blackmail, but th- this getting out certainly would not be the worst thing in the world. Like, something should happen to that creep Bubbles Macintosh. Down with Bubbles.
1: Down with Bubbles up there
2: never trust someone named bubbles <laughs> no
1: that is an absurd name it's gotta be a nickname
2: um
1: yeah.
4: if lily's gonna put anyone in jail
3: it'll <laughs> be bubbles
2: bubbles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if bubbles macintosh has a wiki here's a gossip girl wiki <laughs> <laughs> bubbles macintosh doesn't look like it unfortunately okay uh he does come up in a, in a Gossip roll recap on Vulture.com, but that's that's about it, unfortunately. Though we don't have any more information on Bubbles Macintosh. but or um, Boiler. No. So, <laughs> so <laughs> Serena gets a message from Charlie, this is Dan, right? Which I love. It's a little passive-aggressive, which is nice. Like, yeah. See, I'm not a fucking idiot. See. You are. <laughs> but, and it is a picture of Blair and Dan in the clothing store. And Serena says she's willing to cross the moral line, but Rufus, again, says it isn't worth resorting to blackmail. And, uh... I don't understand what happens here. Because Rufus says again, like, no, not worth it. And then Serena's like, so should we watch Psycho or Silence of the Lambs for a movie night? And then Rufus is like, all right, fine, make the call. What was the joke here?
1: I guess because he really didn't want to watch one of these movies.
2: And Rufus is scared of a spooky movie, so he changed so. his mind about movie also, night.
1: <laughs> This entire scene was weird because. They kept zooming in on Serena's and Rufus's. Every time they would talk, they would pan to instead of having. There's only three people in the entire fucking room. You could just have one (laughs) shot of all of them talking, but they would zoom in so close to Rufus's face, I could see his fucking pores, and I didn't like it. (laughs) It was really creepy. (laughs) Just take a whole the whole the whole room could be a shot. It's it's fine. This was not a dramatic scene. We didn't need a close
2: up. Honestly, they they should switch this to a multicam sitcom. (laughs) 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 So. Raina gets a call from her P.I. about her mother. Uh, she, apparently she wasn't trying very hard to hide. In fact, she lives in Jersey, same name, right age. Uh, they've got an address for her and everything, and she needs to at least talk to her. And Chuck is obviously curious about this development, so he offers to come along. And he tells Reina he knows they've been on opposing teams for a while, but he's been through this and he can be helpful. And Raina agrees and tells Chuck to come along. She says she really hopes it's her mom, and Chuck says he does too, although um, probably for different reasons he's hoping.
1: Yeah, to, I guess to hopefully find out that his dad didn't kill a woman
2: to clear his dad's legacy once again.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, I mean, even if we find out he didn't kill this woman, <laughs> I still have suspicions about
2: Mark. <laughs> yeah, <Bart. laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, As do I, as, as do I. <laughs> <laughs> So Blair's going to go over the plan with Dan again, and they may not be dating, but of course we couldn't get rid of them going over plans together, which is the highlight of any episode. Uh, Dan is having trouble figuring out what a butler's pantry is and when Blair gets a message. The party has been moved to Lily's. Uh, Serena got the bubbles macintosh after all. Wait, so there's Dan also thinks... a joke that
1: I didn't really pick up on what the joke was until like just now. But she's like, "Oh come on, Humphrey, you're a cater waiter. You know exactly what a butler's pantry is." But I think that was a euphemism. <laughs> was it? I think it, I think a butler's pantry <laughs> is like some sort of sex move or sex a sex you area. Think,
2: you think there's a an urban dictionary entry for, for butler's, a butler's pantry. pantry? I think for... it's
1: like a cater waiter's asshole. It's my guess.
2: I think you're making things. <laughs> oh, oh I
4: actually here. see that is what it is on see? Urban Dictionary. Oh, there you,
1: there you <laughs> have it. The, the sentence that says, is a uh, come creep into my butler's pantry, says
2: the caterer. <laughs> that's, the, uh, <laughs> that's the sentence it uses? Yeah.
0: <laughs> It only
4: cites this scene, though, as the reference. (laughs) It's used once and once only in all of media.
2: (laughs) So, uh, Blair still wants to go through with it, even though, again, they're going to be at Lily's now in front of all of their families and friends. But Blair just insists they need to be careful. Uh, This has disaster written all over it. And Blair tells Louis, or Blair calls Louis to tell him that it's a go and threatens Dan not to screw it up. So they're still going to go through with the plan.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, glad, I'm very glad
4: about Love. it. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, I believe that many extremely wealthy people believe that nothing can go wrong for them. But we've seen <laughs> everything go wrong for these people over and over on these shows. <laughs> so uh, I admire the confidence. <laughs> yeah.
2: Honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I know everyone will be here, but we won't be caught. Of course not. <laughs> it's time for the event of the week. We are at the pink party. Uh, it really does look like the movie theater when I saw Barbie a couple weeks ago. It everyone does. dressed in their best pink attire. Uh, Charlie's marveling at how big some of these diamond earrings are. And so uh, Serena asks her if she's seen Dan and Blair. And Serena knows a thing or two about secret affairs. And she assures Charlie that they won't be able to resist sneaking away at some point. So if this was real... Like if Dan and Blair really were sneaking around, and it wasn't just a plan from theirs, then Serena is being a bad friend here, trying to expose her friends for reasons unknown. Serena literally does not have a reason to be doing this, other than she's upset they didn't tell her. That's
1: it. That's the only and then, reason. Like,
2: like you said earlier, why is Charlie so invested in this? Other than wanting to be getting good with her cousin.
1: Yeah, I, that's it. She's, she's new in town, and she wants to play games the way they play games, so she's trying to, to do it now and prove herself that she can, if she needs to be like, called upon in the future.
2: And Serena doesn't want Charlie to find something out and just, like, report it back to her, just so that she can know. Serena wants Charlie to find something out and report it to Gossip Girl, which is insane.
4: Yeah, uh, yeah. I think she's still in her Gossip Girl 101 course, so yeah. <laughs> figuring it out. Yeah, <laughs> This yeah. is just coursework. Or your I, yeah, story. I
2: guess so. Blair is arriving with Louis. She's going over the plan with him as well. And uh, Louis thanks her for going to such great lengths. And Blair's like... Oh, I can't believe I have to kiss Dan Humphrey for you. And he's like, what? What? Why do you have to kiss him? Why do you have to kiss him? <laughs> good question, Louis. <laughs> and just, oh, Don't worry. Dan's just a friend. It's like, you can't just say this and be like, eh, don't worry. Uh, he's just a friend. I mean, I'm going to make out with yeah, him. I mean, I'm going to love it's it. It's
1: not just a kiss. Like when we get the, the footage, it's like a kind of passionate make out session.
2: <laughs> I had to Steve. do this for us, it Louis. I had to make out with Dan to save our relationship.
1: <laughs> and, and now I'm starting <laughs> not to buy that the original kiss was not good.
2: Well then, what do you think happened? They both agreed that it wasn't good. I think well,
1: I, I think their version of not good means just like emotionally that like, they were they're like, oh, you know what? It made me realize I love Chuck. Oh, it made me realize that I'm not into Blair. I think that's what they mean by not good. But like, you can still have a good kiss with someone you don't like.
2: Oh, okay, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm sure it was plenty steamy. Yeah.
4: Okay. Good. Yeah. I think <laughs> okay. no matter how that kiss was, Blair was gonna be like, ugh, I could never be into Dan Humphrey. Right. And then Dan right. was just trying to save face of like, yeah, I also hated yeah, that a totally. lot.
2: <laughs> right. Lily's still in good spirits. She's like, oh, I can't believe they agreed to move the party here. Uh, after Mrs. Captain was such a bitch to her, like, she was sure it was just her and her ankle monitor until fall. And um, should we add uh, some accessories to our merch store room? Should we add Ooh. a line of Lily ankle monitors to our merch <laughs> You're store You're onto
1: something there. That's good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and so Rufus tells Eric he can't believe they pulled it off, and Eric tells him to thank Bubbles. We never get to meet this Bubbles lady. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I guess not. <laughs> um, minions are here. Blair, Blair's down to only two minions these days. It's Penelope and the other one.
1: Well, she doesn't go to school anymore, so I don't even. I'm yeah, amazed that she still has these contacts.
2: Oh, yeah, I guess you so. Could,
1: you could tell me that the minions
4: change out every episode, and I would believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't keep track anymore.
2: <laughs> come on, you know who Penelope, Penelope is. is the main. That's oh. it.
1: Sure. Main minion. Come on. Oh, the disrespect to Penelope. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so. Uh, Blair agrees to tell Serena who her secret boyfriend is and not the minions, or her secret date. It's not boyfriend yet. So the minions have to move 20 paces away. No overhears. And Blair tells Serena she can't wait to see their faces when they find out it's the prince. Early has also sidled up on this conversation, and Blair coldly tells her not to speak a word of this. Normally she'd have her sign an NDA, but she's being grandfathered in because of Serena. You would think that Blair would be a little nicer to Charlie after their slumber party last week, but I, I guess this is just really important to her, so she's not taking any yeah. chances.
1: Well, she grandfathered her in, so that's nice.
2: Yeah, but she's still, like, rooter in this conversation. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, she is. So, Charlie sees Louis, doesn't understand why they're ignoring each other. Like, Charlie really getting into this game. She's fitting right in. And she's, like, really uh, questioning Blair here. And Blair replies, that's because you're from Florida, which is a nice (laughs) dick.
1: Love those. My favorite kind of dicks. If if not, making fun of Lily for how many husbands she's had. Blair hating people not from New York is another favorite. (laughs) Florida jokes still hit.
4: Still hit. Still hit. (laughs) Hold up. Yeah.
2: Uh, Serena notices Dan is here with a really nice tie and asks Blair if she knew he was coming and Blair's like I stopped listening as as soon as you said Dan and she walks away and Serena's hurt because Blair lied right to her face like completely not even acknowledging that Serena and Charlie aren't being very upfront with Blair either but (laughs) again this is Serena's world so everyone owes her the truth and she can just do whatever she wants
1: yeah this is especially frustrating for me because it's been easy to hate Serena while she looks stupid and ugly but she looks really good in her (laughs) pink dress and her cool hair but cause...
2: you think she's making a lot of sense this episode?
1: I bet she She's kind of sounds like a genius. <laughs>
4: <laughs> See, whereas I took away that I mostly aspire to be so rich that I can tell if a tie is expensive or not. Right, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, like far look. That's true. Look, I, liked, I don't know.
2: <laughs> I liked a few episodes ago where Chuck just, like, walks in and immediately knows how much uh, the captain's suit costs. Yeah. He walks in and he's just like, Nate, is that your dad wearing a $2,500 suit? Like, how you know, do you know exactly how it goes just by walking in? <laughs> um, Serena is complaining that it's not like she's dating Dan or wants to get back together with him, but it's just the fact that the two of them have been hiding this from her. And Blair's supposed to be her best friend.
1: I'm like, why are you wah, explaining wah, yourself Wow, 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 Serena.
2: Serena is always complaining about something stupid. I, I, I mean... I guess Blair and Dan really should have just come out as friends last week, and we could have avoided all of this. But uh, unfortunately, this is what we have here.
1: Yeah, and you know what? As annoying as Trina is, this is all Vanessa's fault at the end of the day. <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> and then, remarkably, even though Charlie was the one that was like leading this investigation, Charlie's been turned around now. All of a sudden, she's like. I don't know, it seemed like uh, Blair was telling the truth. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: it's like, what if she really is with the prince? This seems inconsistent. Charlie was the one leading the charge with Blair and Dan, definitely hiding something, and now one conversation with Blair and she's convinced otherwise. Well, she's
1: dedicated to the research, but she's she's willing to be turned. She doesn't
4: have any in, in, investment right, yeah. either way.
2: It's good. She doesn't let her biases yeah. get, get in the way of anything.
4: She and so Serena... is related to Serena. I'm not surprised that she believes anyone before they say. <laughs> the most
1: callable family. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Serena's ready to make this even messier. She's like, "There's only one way. There's only one way to find out the truth. If Blair's really with the prince, then she won't mind if you flirt with Dan, Charlie. Like, nah. there must be another way. But okay, sure.
4: Yeah, yeah, Not like Serena could flirt with Dan or anything.
1: No, no. <laughs> oh, Let's no. Get Charlie
2: what? involved. I <laughs> know. Uh, I
1: hate Dan. I'm Serena. Uh, last week at the end of the episode, it looks like Charlie and Dan are gonna be a thing. And then to this point in the episode, I'm like, that they forgot about that shit. I forgot uh, about that, and then they ramp it up again. They, they, they ramp it right up at the end, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, the writers were like, "I like where you were going with that, but I kind of want to set it up this way. So let's start over <laughs> start and we'll set it up again." Chuck, Nate, and Raina are in a diner. Raina's starting to have second thoughts, but Chuck's like, "Don't worry, I got it. You just jump. You just jump in when you're ready." And like, they're still not. In- These three still aren't involved in the main storyline this week, but at least uh, Nate has something to do. I guess no one's wondering Finally why they're the not penthouse. at the pink party? Like what, what? why aren't these these three are at like every party this season and now they're all of a sudden not at the pink party because <laughs> they are at, at the, the Diner, diner to, like, in no Jersey.
1: One. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, Chuck calls over the waiter, uh, tells her that they're they're there to see her and asks if she's Avery Thorpe. And Avery asks if she knows them and Raina tells her that's what she's trying to find out. She introduces herself as Raina and tells her that she might be her mother. Really jumping straight to the point here. Yeah. And so if he denies it, Chuck tries to tell her, you know, oh, it's hard to accept when you're put on the spot. Uh, like Chuck is desperately hoping that his dad didn't kill this woman uh, <laughs> because she is. This woman is alive. So if she if this is her mom, <laughs> then obviously um, <laughs> that that's the proof yeah, right there. That's yep. all you need. <laughs> Chuck offers to go, and Avery tells them that she never had a child. And she says, I'm so sorry, but I'm not the woman you're looking for. And they all believe her. But, like, since this is Gossip Girl, I would immediately assume that she was lying. Yeah. Like, I mean, you, is she telling guess She, telling she just the truth seemed because-
1: very truthful in the way she told them this. I don't know. I, I guess Listen, you should be able to read people at this point. Uh, if, if This you're same exact
2: girlfriend. moment. Right. This same exact moment happened when Chuck found his mom. Also in a restaurant, I think. For, and but for it some reason, she-, she seemed sketchy. Right, it turned out that she was just lying. So, like, why yeah. do they just believe her? Why do they believe? Yeah, shock like if Anyone time?
1: should not believe anyone.
2: Right. I was I was well, half well, expecting
1: though this woman to say, No, I'm not. I'm not your mother, but she is. And then point because... to like a woman in a booth just housing a Reuben. Rub- <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, that's her. Okay. <laughs>
4: whereas i wasn't sure if i was reading it as like they think she's lying about having never had children and so that's why reina's like wow
1: like i can't believe she would do this to me
2: <laughs> so well no did you guys did, do you guys believe her or uh... yeah
1: yeah i believe her well like, I, also because i've been told for the past five episodes that reina's mom's dead so i don't expect anyone to actually be her mother
2: okay that's all you need to know yeah um So Raina tells Chuck that he was right uh, and it was a mistake to look. And as far as she's concerned, her mother is dead. Uh, oh if she only knew she, <laughs> as, as far as anyone's concerned her mother should be dead i misheard her
1: too for a second i was like oh did she just figure it out that's that's quick and chuck is like phew we're all in agreement here <laughs> <laughs> Thank
2: wait God. do you mean that because if so there's i have some great news for you <laughs> <laughs>
3: great news
2: kind of weird <laughs> though to, oh your dad finally told you and now <laughs> everyone else knows but your dad didn't tell you um, <laughs> Kind of weird to want to meet your mother one second ago and now consider her dead just because this one lady is not your mother.
1: Yeah. Yeah, she's freaking about the lady uh,
4: well, eating she's... the ribbon in the booth, too. <laughs> Why, I think I thought that she does think that she is her mother, but that she is lying to her and doesn't have any interest in getting to know her.
2: Yeah, I guess that would make more sense if that's what she thinks. Um mm-hmm. Could be. Could bear be is ready to enact the plan uh lucien is here but charlie is flirting with dan uh, she tells dan not to let sarah palin ruin alaska for him because alaska is amazing i love that charlie gets her mission to flirt with dan and her go-to move is like talking about alaska and also how to defend against bear attacks um i think alaska yeah. Where
4: i saw this is my opportunity to give sarah palin an lvp but i <laughs> will not be doing so <laughs> always looking for it that'd be the second politician to get an lvp both by me yeah Scala famously was the one that gave George Bush's (laughs) one George Bush's one
2: I think if I ranked the 50 states Alaska would be towards the bottom I I don't think there's anything to agree with Alaska
4: I
1: think
2: I would go on
4: a tour there There there's some states I have no interest in ever going to I would go there. I would go there. There's a Middle yeah, States. Yeah, and
2: Alaska's on the list for me. Okay, well, you guys have fun in Alaska. I will be having <laughs> it. I'll, I'll be here. The, uh, put it on the Lonely Boys credit card.
1: Just, <laughs> All right, it's nice. So, it's it's fine. No, I'm definitely going.
2: Brendan <laughs> Scally live from Alaska.
1: It's just my regular credit card.
2: <laughs> gets, gets charged to uh, Billy Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I live this lavish lifestyle I live in the crematorium. So, Blair marches over to the conversation, tells Charlie she's talking to Serena's ex-boyfriend, so he's off-limits. And she scolds Dan, because he should know better, uh, because certain people may think he and Charlie are here together. And she pulls Dan away, and Dan says the thing that we've all been thinking. For someone who's just a friend, you sure are good at choreographing ways for us to kiss.
1: <laughs> Perfectly said, me I mean, that's
2: it, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Blair's like, I'm just willing to suffer for love, and uh, <laughs> Lucian is pissed that Blair is here, and Louis swears that she's just a friend, and so he goes to follow Dan and Blair, and it looks like the plan is working, maybe a little too well because Charlie is also going to get her uh, her stocking shoes back on and decides to follow them as well. Um, so they're doing that, and Lily sees her good buddy, Anne Archibald, and thanks her for having the party moved, and Anne decides to be more of a bitch and tell Lily, like, At least I was quiet in my humiliation and didn't blackmail people and force them to come to my home. Like, is Anne really bragging about how she was better at handling her humiliation? (laughs) She
1: sure is. She's
2: awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Anne really sucks. Instead of being like, hey, I've gone through something similar. Let me empathize with Lily. She's like, oh, I did my time being humiliated. And I handled it flawlessly. And she's defending Bubbles. So now now I can just shit on Lily and her embarrassing mistakes. Like, fuck her and her giant dogs. Yeah, and fuck Bubbles.
4: I mean, the thing where she's like, every person in here is happy about your down- downfall. Like, Lily had to be pretty bad. Like, if someone has wronged me, I am also going to celebrate. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah.
2: I, I, what did Lily do to wrong? I am petty. Anne <laughs> <laughs> Lily did, it's not. It's not her fault that. The captain screwed over everyone in the right. city and went to jail.
1: I think it's just like yeah. I think it's the pettiness of oh, petty and Pink. I think it's pettiness because Lily has been in such power. Wow, you film. figured
2: it. You figured it out. Wow. <laughs> <No.
1: laughs> no, she's, she's just been she's been on top and people want to bring her down. So they're they're happy she's down. That's it. P- power. And you
2: got to admit, the episode title was pretty good this week.
1: Don't get me started. You got it. One, you have to admit. I don't want to admit because then I'm going to expect more from the show from moving on. And this is going to be the only time this Ooh. ever makes sense.
2: <laughs> <laughs> remember uh remember a few weeks ago like mid-podcast where we figured out why the episode was called while you weren't sleeping that yeah was a great time. that's
1: that's fun <laughs> that <was great.
2: laughs> Rufus comes over and tells Anne that Lily had nothing to do with it. Uh, Lily's surprised and tells Anne that she thought they were friends. But Anne's just like, no, we're not. And she, she, <laughs> she claims that Lily shut her out when she called off her divorce to the captain. And she informs Lily that there's not a woman in the room who didn't take some pleasure in Lily's downfall, herself included. So enjoy the party because it will be her last. And just as one final dig, she tells Lily to adjust her dress because her ankle monitor's showing. <laughs> Another dick move. There, there but... is like a, a point
1: in this uh, monologue by Nate's mom where Lily just goes, oh.
2: Like <laughs> was surprised at how she's getting demolished. Oh my! I mean, yeah. She, I mean, it, it, she never like buckles under all this, no, but she, she does just, like oh, have wow. her just like little surprise okay. ra- like oh, okay, Why?
4: go for <laughs> it. It's hard not to stand someone who can deliver such a great verbal lashing here. So uh, I am not yet on that boat, but it was pretty all good. Right.
2: Well, I've got good <laughs> news for people like me that hate Mrs. Captain. This is Francie Swift as Anne Archibald's last appearance in the show. She wow. is going to the oil rig.
1: Yeah. Or she's going to Archibald Lane <laughs> in uh, in Say Harbor, where she just got a nice delivery of two cases of tea. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I forgot what you were referencing. And yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, you know, I didn't.
1: I, I didn't. I did. I saw two dog graves in the backyard. Now that I realize, oh, hasn't <laughs> been taking care of her giant
2: dogs.
3: <laughs>
1: They're in, there's the size of cars. Each grave.
2: <laughs> the graves are as big as the dogs. <laughs> I mean, there I would hope. So. Are...
4: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, how else do they fit? Just the head sticking out.
2: <laughs> I guess I meant. I guess I meant the headstones, not the actual greys. I, well, that's what I was picturing. But yeah, I would hope that the greys are are, are even a bit bigger than the dogs. <laughs> we were just gonna blow past it. <laughs> Some, sometimes you don't have time to dig a whole grave. <laughs> so he's gonna, you he just it. He's kind of half it. Oh, boy. (laughs) Blair and Dan are coming back downstairs, and Blair is ecstatic that Lucian bought it, and she tells Dan that he was very convincing, but then everyone's phone goes off, and that can only mean one thing. Everyone gets a gossip real blast of a video of Blair and Dan kissing, and we see everyone's reactions to it. It's very fun. And then Charlie comes downstairs, and we know that it was her doing. And so Penelope goes up to Blair and Dan, uh, and uh, she's like, Anne Humphrey and Blair Waldorf. This is even better than my parents' divorce. Which, <laughs> right. all right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, Weird, just but all right. <laughs> and so Penelope asks if it's true, and Blair is going to deny it, but at that exact moment, Lucian walks by. So Blair has to confirm that Dan is her mystery date, and they could not be happier. Lucian also could not be happier. <laughs> as soon as Blair says this, he's like, oh yeah, that's, <laughs> that's I'm so happy to hear this. He just, also, this is This is great gossip, by the
1: way, though. For everybody else that hasn't been seeing this. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a lot of fun.
2: So,
4: I feel like this is the moment where it's like, wow, gossip girl works really fast. Like you <laughs> should be looking around that room at who is on their phone at that current moment. Yeah. Everybody They've
2: tried that before. It still didn't work. Like no, no, no <laughs> one can figure it out. And so Blair whispers to Dan that they have to find Serena and explain this. Uh, they probably again, should have let her in on this before because now it's just going to seem like they're lying. But uh, that is their, their own fault here for not planning this well enough. Uh, Louis asks Serena what's going on, and she tells Louis that everyone found out about Dan and Blair, and Louis's like, no, oh, it's all just an act. But Serena's like, yeah, maybe that's what she told you, but they've actually been secretly seeing each other uh, for months. Why is Serena so quick to believe that? And, like, maybe on the off chance that she's wrong about something, why would she tell Louis and that? She still Don't hasn't think... talked
1: to Blair about this at all. It goes straight to Louis. No! Oh, Serena
4: quick to believe something. That is I, very I, out of character. You know
2: what? <laughs> I, I'm mad at myself for, for falling for this. <laughs> everyone <I know>. thinking <laughs> that Serena could be better than that. And so Serena just continues to destroy Louis's life and tells him uh, he shouldn't be surprised because she lied to him in Paris, too. Like, she is such a bad friend. And so uh, Blair mm-hmm. comes by and says she can explain, but Serena walks away. at least taking the elevator somewhere, somewhere, which is notable because she does still have the ankle monitor on.
1: Yeah, she, like, looks down on it, she giggles, and she's just going to have a great <laughs> elevator. <laughs> it's like, what are you yeah.
2: doing? <laughs> Lily's got to be, like, drunk at this I, point. Well, it, it
1: seems, for a sec, I was scared. I thought she was, like, going to go commit suicide or something. What? <laughs> <God>. <laughs> what? I, I thought she was going to, like, try, like, you know what? I just got fucked up by that asshole. I'm going to go jump into a pool and, like, look, get electrocuted by my bracelet or something.
3: <laughs> That's that
2: I was, like, because she, cause wild she seemed like Looney, oh,
1: and she was. Hopefully <laughs> waterproof, for the record.
4: <laughs> That's <laughs> a good point. Yeah, I guess you could tr- shower. I,
2: I, <laughs> no, Lily just actually... She reeks. Lily's la- Lily's, oh, that Lily But it's very stinky. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> Nate and Chuck. Nate tells Chuck he's going over to Raina's, and he thinks Raina should uh, keep looking for her mom, regardless of what Chuck thinks. But uh, Chuck obviously just wants her to give up already, and Nate tries to argue, but Chuck snaps at him that he has to stop. And it's time to come clean to Nate. Remember when I told you my father was responsible for the fire that destroyed that building? Russell loaned it, too. They were partners. He says his wife was there that night, and she died in the fire. And Nate asks Chuck how Russell, how he knows Russell's telling the truth, and Chuck admits he doesn't. But today, when that woman wasn't Raina's mother, he realized how desperately he wanted it to be. So I guess, so he guesses like he does believe it at least a little bit. And so, he asks Chuck what he's going to do, and Chuck tells him he's going to find out the truth. And then uh, Andrew Tyler shows up, and he's here. He's here to help.
1: Hey guys, I got the box. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: now Nate Raina's boyfriend. Just knows this information about Reyna's mom being dead and Reyna still doesn't know yeah
1: oh they, they probably forgot about the time he talks to Reyna next Yeah,
2: that's true I mean at this point like in addition to her fi- finding out that her mom's dead like she's gonna be so embarrassed that she was the last one to know
1: yeah it's gonna be a blessing Gossip girl that's how she, she's gonna find out her mom's dead
2: oh Reina, your mom's dead
1: <laughs> and unfortunately the grave wasn't big enough so her head's still sticking out
2: <laughs> <laughs> What an episode of Gossip Girl! (laughs) Let's (laughs) get. Oh boy, (laughs) Dan Dan and Blair are pleading with Serena. Dan's telling her that the kiss was staged. Like, why are they even wasting their time pleading to Serena? Like, who
4: who gives a shit
2: about Serena at this point? Let her think what she wants to think. And so, (laughs) yeah, Serena asks about the other kiss and. she, like, fully believes Vanessa now that about the other kiss. And Blair claims that the kiss was nothing. It was, like, kissing her brother or Serena's brother. And it just made her realize she wanted to be with Chuck. And Serena doesn't understand how a kiss happened to begin with. So Blair and Dan finally explain how they became friends over break. Um, watching them explain in horror how they started planning hanging yeah. hangouts and then, like, actually enjoying it was charming once again.
1: It was. I, I it's, it's funny to hear, and I, I love listening to it, but it's something that you hear them talking about, and you know that Serena's not going to buy any of it.
2: <laughs> no, no, yeah, of course not. And so... Serena doesn't understand why they couldn't just tell her that, which, again, is understandable, I guess. Like, they should have come clean about this months ago. But Dan was hoping it, was just, it would just go away. Blair was humiliated, which is why they kissed, to make sure nothing else was going on. And Blair calls the kiss the worst mistake of her life. And Dan thinks it's an over-exaggeration but agrees there's nothing there. And so Serena's still confused. So you guys have been lying for months so that you can hang out as friends? And like,
1: <laughs> Which is also funny <laughs> to hear.
2: Yeah, this is why the Blair and Dan being friends stuff is so much better than them dating. It makes it makes these reveals very comical.
1: It, they're building up to, the, it's fun for now, and I'm going to want more soon.
2: Well, whatever. Uh, Serena hits them with her classic catchphrase, I have to go. And...
1: <laughs> yeah, like, like Wait, where are you going? And then like, instead of her leaving, <laughs> Dan just leaves, like, fuck this. Yeah, I, yeah, I, exactly. I've, I've, I've done and, my yeah, piece.
2: <laughs> yeah. And so Blair apologizes to S And Blair tells her that she didn't want to admit that she finally saw the Humphrey appeal. And Serena snaps at her that the only appeal that Dan had to her is that she was Uh, Serena's.
1: Where do you get off? Where do you
2: get off? And it's such a leap. Why is Serena like this? Just always ready to assume the worst in Blair. Dan does not belong to her. There's no proof that Blair became friends with Dan just because she was. He used to date. Like, it's so ludicrous. When's the last time she dated Dan?
1: Uh, A couple years ago.
2: Like, I think some th- they had the love triangle, her, Dan, and uh, Nate in season three.
1: Yeah, but they never dated. Like, they like they never even like kissed yeah, again I don't or hooked I don't even. I don't. I don't, I don't. I'm having trouble it's, keeping it's, track. It's, basically, it's absurd that she feels this way. She's stupid.
2: Of course she is. And so Blair tells Serena, "Of course she would see it that way because things are always about you." Which you tell her, Blair. And then she's like, "Sorry, but Dan and I have a real connection." And like, yeah, you admit you that, do, Blair. Like, like,
1: yeah, well, she should go further with this because. Dan and Serena don't have any connection. Dan just like likes the way she looks and has liked her since he was like an incel. That's the only connection yeah. that they have. <laughs> like, the two of them have a real friendship and a real connection. Serena has no real connection with anybody.
2: Yeah. And we're gearing up for another classic Blair-Serena argument. Serena brings the prince into this for some reason. And Blair tells Serena she's just mad because she's not in the spotlight for once. But it's Blair's turn now, and Serena can have a taste of what it's like to be in Blair's shadow for once. Uh, Serena was so out of bounds here. Like, I'm so glad... Les handed her blair god i don't even know what i'm saying i'm so glad <laughs> that blair handed her ass to her yes um i feel like every time scally's on blair and serena are getting in a big fight like are you doing this on mm, purpose scally yes
4: that's why i'm choosing the episode yes <laughs> and, and also why fight. i'm stubbing in on the episode <laughs> <laughs> yes, so, I
2: was, so i was like i'll cover this episode please Thank but it, you but it started as like much. blair
1: just trying to apologize and then it, it yeah. could have just ended there but serena had to make it a yeah, thing. Our- like oh now you know what I'm going to fuck you up now. I'll, I'll get you. I'll get exactly. your ass. I'll
2: get I'll get your ass. Get your ass. <laughs> uh, the cops are in the lobby. Uh, first of all, a cab that does include these guys. Yeah. And they tell Lily she's violating her incarceration. And Lily just calmly tells them it, it took you long enough. <laughs> <laughs> The cops are obviously confused and Lily tells them, my apartment is teeming with women, throwing back champagne cocktails and toasting my misfortune. Honestly, it's worth risking an orange jumpsuit not to have to face another Botox bitch in a pink cocktail dress. This is my way of saying, of saying can you please do me a favor? And the cop's like, ma'am, I'm here to arrest you. And she...
4: she is very Joker-like in this scene. <laughs> 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 oh my god, like rich white privilege, if I've ever seen it. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I know, she's like, <laughs> Oh my god, yeah,
2: I know, I know you're here to arrest me, but I'm gonna get out on a technicality here. There was some confusion about the perimeter, whether the alarm was for the apartment or the building. So, in the meantime, can we do something about the horrible noise complaints? And like, Lily just leads them to the party, kind of iconic here from Lily. And like, the cops come here to arrest Lily, and instead, she gets them to shut down her party. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and she's
2: so she's proud like, of herself, okay.
1: good for her. If...
4: I really wish so we weird, had, like, a... she also. walks in behind them like crossed arms like yeah i got the cops here yeah (laughs) if you were gonna shut this down publicly then just do it yourself
1: weirdo or (laughs) call them (laughs) like what is this i agree so dramatic she she, she felt like this was a huge win and it really i I, I agree with you i don't know why she's gonna get the fuck out of my house
2: (laughs) This is going to become a a vigilante. She's going to look for crime in like the neighboring just just like perimeter of the building that she because she can't leave. And then when she sees crime happening, she's going to run up to it so the cops get drawn to her ankle monitor going off. And then she's going to be like, "I'm glad you're here. Took you long enough. Get him, boys." Get him. (laughs) And so, um, Claire asks Eric where Prince Louis is, and Eric says, "I don't know who that is," which. Which which is funny to me. And, so, <laughs> and then the cops barge in with uh, Lily to break up the party. And Lily gets the last laugh. She gets a smile at all of, her, uh, all of her friends as they have to end the party. And then we head to the after party. Rufus is apologizing for what happened. Lily tells him not to. It was sweet of him to get the party moved. And uh, she says she needed to hear what Anne said because she needs to reflect on her actions. And she wants nothing more than to stay home and watch 100 movies with Rufus and not have to see any of her fake friends ever again. And so Rufus promises that's what they're going to do for the next nine months or six with good behavior. And I, I mean, I feel like that's a lot to ask for. I feel like Lily has already demonstrated bad behavior. So we'll see about yeah. that.
1: There's also her chance to say like, oh, I'm not getting off her good behavior. I'm going to be naughty, naughty.
2: I was surprised <laughs> that didn't happen in your version. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. Kind of weak on my end. That
2: was, some go- that was some good dialogue that you wrote for it, though. Yeah. it's.
1: I'm working <laughs> on a fan fiction book
2: (laughs) i can't wait for that to be released (laughs) charlie shows up to the loft she tells dan she understands if he doesn't want to see her but uh, she just wanted to apologize in person for recording him and lets her in he's he's very forgiving and charlie saw the kiss and tells dan she thinks he really likes her i guess she's just so
1: like not a character yet to him he's like ah you know what i've been fucked over by all my friends so many times this is your first one come on in
2: Welcome to the club. Welcome to the club. (laughs) Dan actually tells her that uh, she might be right. He thought he could be friends with Blair, but now he doesn't think he can. And so Charlie knows how he's feeling from experience, but Dan is still coming to terms with the fact that he didn't think that the person uh, he would want to be with was Blair Waldorf. And Charlie responds, neither did Serena. And I guess she's saying that Serena also didn't think that Dan would want Blair, but I'm choosing to read that comment as Serena didn't think that the person she would have feelings for would be Blair Waldorf. Mm,
1: You know, I didn't pick up on that, and uh, that's actually true.
2: That's how I'm trying right. to read it. <laughs> Charlie tells Dan that Serena just thought some girl named Vanessa was messing with her. And Dan's like, Vanessa? What does Vanessa have to do with this? Because uh, he thought Chuck was the one who told her. But no, Charlie reveals that it was actually Vanessa who left Serena a voicemail about it. And then she's like, all right, well, I've made things way more messy, so now I'll just go. But then Dan's like, no, you can stay.
1: And we pan to behind Open. the apartment wall, and Vanessa's listening in. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. Blair and Louie are in the limo. Uh, Louis is concerned about what Serena told him, but Blair informs Louis that Serena misunderstood. She assures Louis that her and Dan are just friends, something that she probably thought she would never have to do. Uh, admit that she and Dan are just friends and not anything more. Like, just just the just friends part, like, mm-hmm. is probably very shocking to her. And then the fact that she has to combat rumors that she and Dan are, like, dating, Like, that's got to be unheard of for her.
1: Yeah, she's hit an all-time low in her eyes.
2: <laughs> well, Louie believes Blair, but lets her know that being with her means going against his family. And if he's going to take a stand, he needs to know for certain that Blair feels as he does. And Blair says she does, but is she, like, does she feel sure. anything for him or does she just want a prince? I mean, she's, she's going from Chuck and Dan, two people who she has amazing chemistry with, to Louis, who seems like a nice guy, but he has an awful lot to live up for if we're going to be rooting for them.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like is he's he no also way? getting away with just being a bad actor but having an accent. I think the accent goes a long way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he <laughs> if he, if not... he was English, Like, a, a, had a normal American speaker on this show. He would be horrible.
2: Right. Is he a bad actor or is he just French? <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah.
4: I feel like as much as Blair like is convincing herself that she doesn't like Dan, she is convincing herself that she does like Louis.
2: Right, yes. She's mm-hmm. doing a lot of convincing for, on both sides of this. And Louis asks Blair if she's ready to go public, his family be damned, and Blair's ready if he is. And they exit the limo and kiss in front of a million photographers. Uh, it's too bad Charlie is not here because... I would love an expert to analyze that kiss to see if she enjoyed it more than her kiss with oh, Dan. Oh,
1: yeah. That, it's, it's hard because the other one was like, does. it was staged for people to see, but also like supposed to be in private. This one was right. assumed to be in front of a lot of cameras.
2: Yes, that's for true. The public. Um, I think Charlie could still tell. Serena is making some calls to Paris. <laughs> this scene was so weird to me. I She's
1: didn't know like... what the hell she was doing. <laughs> I
2: noticed, so Serena's like chatting with some old friends from Paris and saying how like seeing Blair with Louis just made her think, think about her him. And wanted screen. to catch up,
1: just like yeah, well, phone numbers uh, of f- Paris, people? right?
2: Like, I it looked like she had like Prince Louis Wikipedia page pulled yeah. up on her computer. Very <laughs> like, she's been reading up on him. Like, no, so <laughs> Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> like this is so sad. Blair was right about her. She she is jealous, and I really do think there's some jealousy going on here.
1: Yeah, if, if what she was doing was just trying to find a a bow of her own from <laughs> from france that see really i can do too yeah look look at me <laughs>
2: anyway it was ridiculous just seeing serena chat to random french people this was this was a weird scene
1: <laughs> pathetic as so,
2: charlie asks dan what the empty room is for dan goes over the history of the of the versatile room that is now his office and then someone knocks on the door and so he says why don't you get in that room and so she goes to hide in that room dan answers it's vanessa and she asks if they can just hang out here instead. And I love how straight up Dan is with her. He's <laughs> like, well, actually, I was planning on standing you up. <laughs> because
3: uh, <laughs>
2: He knows that Vanessa was the one who told Serena about the kiss. And Vanessa is getting exactly what she asked for here. Like, she deserves every bit of this.
1: Yeah, she does. I, I mean, the, when she's told off, she just kind of leaves. <laughs> so she kind of well, feels she- like she deserves it.
2: She plays the victim again, and she tells Dan that she was going to tell him tonight. She just thought something must be very wrong with him if he's kissing Blair Waldorf. And since he wasn't talking to her, she thought he might talk to Serena. Well, yeah, sure. That's what you were doing. Like, yeah. that that's why you got Serena See, involved? Yeah, you they, went
1: behind her back. Just Then just tell Dan if you thought something was very wrong. Like, hey, Dan, I, I heard you kiss no, Blair. No, she, like, she, like,
2: she, she thought he wouldn't listen to her. He'd only listen to Serena. Like, Vanessa's just as judgmental as, as her Bay Rufus oh, was yeah. last week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, good thing you're not talking to Blair. That would be crazy. mm mm-hmm. um, and tells Vanessa that they've been friends since they were little, and they both like pierogies, which I, apparently this is a big part of their friendship. <laughs> right. and, and his dad really misses her. W- what a weird thing to throw in there as, as well. <laughs> yeah, I know. As a matter of More fact, evidence. My, dad want, my dad won't stop talking about how much he misses <laughs> you.
3: <laughs>
2: but just to be clear, so there's no misunderstanding down the road, we are not friends anymore. Wow. Ah, That was beautiful. Wow. Get her, Dan. Get
4: him. Game, yes, what, I love... Having it confirmed that this is Vanessa's last appearance on the show. Wow. (laughs) Incredible.
2: Oh, we should be so lucky. We should be so lucky. (laughs) I've been waiting for someone to end Vanessa like this. I I love that once again, since Vanessa has been back, the only thing that's been happening to her is getting shit on by another cast member every episode. This is is part of season
1: four. Been I great. hope
2: Charlie gets. <laughs> I hope Charlie just like annihilates her next week. Vanessa, I've only known you for a week, but I can tell that you fucking suck. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> speaking of Charlie, she comes out with a couple beers, and it looks like uh, Charlie and Dan are gonna do some bonding tonight.
1: Oh, oh, bondage.
2: Okay, okay, <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> um, speaking
1: of bonding right, Char- and bondage, um, what, what's what's the 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 food that is keeping us together? If, if Vanessa and Dan was uh, was pierogies, mm-hmm. what's what's ours?
2: Uh, well, I don't know. We do, see it's it's tough with my dietary restrictions. We don't we don't. Well, uh,
1: you could do the things that you used to eat in a former life.
2: In a former life. Uh, <laughs>
1: and you're no longer together. <laughs> yeah,
4: right. Yeah. Exactly.
2: <laughs> Brent, I don't know. Do you have an answer for this?
1: Not really. Uh, I was hoping you, <laughs> you would. Okay, I was thinking of something along like, the Taco Bell lines, maybe like a like a steak quesadilla. I did Bell. think
2: Taco Bell because I feel like that's where we spent most of our time. Yeah, or maybe <laughs> it's like, like an, an like, all
1: American quarter pounder. Really good. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I think, a steak quesadilla does sound does sound like a, a true bonding uh, okay. a bonding food for you us. Can, it's shareable too. It, it is, you know we uh, we we could eat it from one end and do like the Lady and the Tramp thing.
1: <laughs> I bet because the they cut the it case. into four pieces, but I guess that, that works. Too. Oh, no, I,
2: I I know what you meant. <laughs> okay. I, I was... God, put that on the
1: Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> this is when you come off of veganism. we make a coming out video for you. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Chuck is with our buddy
2: Andrew Tyler, and Bart gave Andrew Tyler some security tapes after the Kinberg building burned down, and asked him to asked him to lock them away. Uh, and so Andrew gives Chuck one from 8 p.m. the night of the fire. Why wouldn't they have these tapes destroyed? Again, being <laughs> <laughs> the Serena keeping the affidavit it's for safe, just been... to have his safekeeping, why keep these tapes for proof? Like this is crazy. And so. Chuck asks what's on the tape and Andrew Tyler tells him that it's Bart arguing with Avery Thorpe and then Avery goes into the building alone and Bart hurries away and moments later, the building goes up in flames and Avery Thorpe is never heard from again. So, uh, looks like this B story, or C story, as it was this week, may just turn into an A story as Mm. uh, Chuck pops the tape into watch.
1: Into his player that he had at the ready.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, a cassette player ready Uh or whatever this was. Um, So, that's the episode. uh, What happens next week?
1: Uh, I think we find out either next week or the week after that Raina's mom was not in the building for the fire. Ooh. 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 You, you can't really confirm it over audio. Like that's the last word. That's what she was seeing, But Maybe she came out because Bart was already gone. He drove away. Who
2: knows? We'll see. Stay tuned. Uh, let's get to my favorite segment. Of course, uh, user review of the week. Comedy fan is back to give this episode an eight out of 10 and say, I can't stand Serena, acting like Dan is her property, being a horrible friend. Really, I wish she would be the one suffering, not Vanessa. I said she made a mistake kissing Serena's ass. I did love how Lily handled the party that she had with kicking all them out by police. Chuck investigating the story about his father killing Raina's mother is also really good. Let's see where it goes. All right, so some hits there from uh, from Comedy Fan. Okay, yeah, I I don't like how much the
1: Vanessa defense was going on. Next week, I'll take it
2: episode is titled the princesses and the frog you have a uh, prediction based on the episode title
1: mm. we've, we've kind of referenced dan being a, a frog or a labrador yeah so maybe yeah. this is about their love story again me likey Ooh,
2: maybe just say yes <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> the preview says it's war between serena and blair okay pretty, pretty excited yeah <laughs> pretty excited you know, maybe we'll return uh, to the
1: look- uh, the fountain we haven't had a fountain push in a while
2: Oh, I hope so. Every time they fight, they have to go to the fountain. They have to, to. <laughs> to. push each <laughs> other <your sugar> in. <laughs> uh, let's grade the episode. Brendan, you went first last week. I'll go first this week. Uh, last week, the episode, I think, really did a good job of setting up a new chapter of Gossip Girl, and I think it was pretty well done. This week, everything is kind of settled into place now, and we're just like waiting for it to ramp up again. I feel like it's mostly set up for some wild things that can happen down the road, uh, but... I don't think anything about the episode was bad, and nothing really like pissed me off from a viewer standpoint. But it wasn't anything special either. Like, it's a perfectly watchable, maybe even slightly above average episode of the show. There's there's some fun moments, so I, I gave it a nice average C plus. Uh, Brendan, okay. what did you give the episode?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I, I kind of agree with everything you said. It nothing really. It, there's been a lot of episodes lately that have pissed me off for some reasons, like being either really boring or just repeating themselves or being just so overly convoluted even for gossip girl uh it didn't really do any of that stuff and it was it was kind of like i said a, a fresh take a little bit uh, last week started a new era and uh, at the end of season four here natural time to start a new era in, at the the last third <laughs> the of a tail season. end of season four <laughs> uh but it's it's working for me I, I'm, I'm okay with it I, i'm not even that bored by like the c plot is okay because at least it seems like it's setting something up big for for the future mm-hmm. um charlie's kind of fun she's she's like you know building uh her character a little bit for me. I'm starting to like her a little bit. Vanessa's oh, being yeah. shit on. I'm always a fan of finessa being shit on. I can't believe the, the show. <laughs> the show took this long for it to root against itself. Uh, so I'm, I'm really like, glad that's going Vanessa. on. Oh, okay, let's yeah. lean into this. Yeah. So it, 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 I'd say it's even slightly above average. I'll give it a. I'll give it a B.
2: All right, a nice B from Brendan Scally. What do you grade the episode?
1: Ooh. So
4: I thought this episode was mostly fun. I don't really have a ton. Of interest in like where the storyline was this specific episode for like mm-hmm. Chuck and Nate and Raina I just feel like okay like we're mostly treading water here right. um, but other than that I mean a classic Blair and Dan mess around was fun uh, and you know while Serena and Charlie are uh, not necessarily being super successful or logical I still did enjoy <laughs> most of those parts of the episode so I'm gonna go with a B
2: as well all right all right two B's and a C plus not bad. Uh, MVP of the week, I I feel like, with me, I've really been overlooking Blair with my MVPs. She's just become so like consistently the mm. best part of the show every week that i really even consider her as the mvp because it seems too obvious yeah. but i will not be doing that this week blair is my mvp she currently has three guys into her at the same <laughs> yeah. time pretty much in dan chuck and louis she had an honest to god prince run away from his family and friends to be with her in new york she is literally living out her fairy tale dream and this is another episode where she gets to kiss that hunk dan humphrey so she's winning all around uh so wow. blair is my mvp uh, brendan who is your mvp
1: so, you know, I want to give it to Lily because she looks so good in that ankle bracelet and uh, in pink, of <laughs> course. I mean, she looks good in any color, obviously. But she just ends the episode so confidently by kicking people out of her own party for some reason. Uh, so that, that's a weird <laughs> reason to give someone MVP because she still is in house arrest <laughs> at the end of the day. Um, so I'm going to give it to Blair also. She's okay. the, She's been the best part of the entire season. I mean, the show, obviously, but this, like, she's really been keeping this. Yeah. season up on her back and she's incredible and she never stops being amazing and lifts people up around her
2: all right is it a queen sweep or a scally Or are you giving someone else the mvp
1: Ooh, so I really thought
4: about uh hopped up on caffeine Eric. I thought that was like <laughs> a funny little subplot. That was enjoyable. Um I did enjoy Mrs. Archibald reading Lily to Filth, wow. so that was fun for me. <laughs> but ultimately, uh I am also going with Blair. I feel like Blair really carried right. this episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, let's uh make it three.
2: A queen sweep. Queen it's sleep. all Blair this week. Wow. Um. Let's do the LVP. Plenty of candidates yet again. Uh, Serena for being the worst in typical Serena <laughs> fashion. Uh, Vanessa for also being the worst in typical Vanessa fa- <laughs> fashion. But now I am a. Uh... Gonna disagree with Scally here because I- I'm gonna go with Mrs. Captain herself and Archibald because uh, this is my Ooh. last chance to do so. She she's an absolute <laughs> dick to Lily for okay. If you don't want to say it's no reason, she did it for little reason and she thinks so highly of herself for reasons I can't figure out. And she's still got those two humongous dogs just hanging out of their grave somewhere, presumably. <laughs> so so she's <laughs> she- she's my LVP of the week, Brendan. Who's your LVP?
1: Well, I'll I'll do our show a favor and give a classic LVP to Serena. For being such course. a jealous mess and a horrible friend and being really weird at the end <laughs> for, for obsessing over people from Paris.
2: <laughs> yeah, that, that scene should have given her the LVP automatically, yeah. really. That's that's my bad. Um, Skelly, who's your LVP?
1: All right, so I did
4: think about uh, Serena for being Serena. I did think about uh, Vanessa for really just starting all of this mess. Uh, <laughs> but ultimately, I think I'm going to make a new rule, and if you call the cops, I think I'm giving you an LVP. So, wow. Sorry, um, Lily.
1: We I should have given LVP it to her. So balance it out. <laughs> oh, tough. Like, wow. That's killing me.
2: Scally, who has famously given Blair an LVP, is now giving Lily an LVP. No one is safe Uh, from Scally. He he Uh. agreed with
1: my episode score. He agreed with my weird theories. And he gives LVP to Lily and stuff. What a heel turn at the end. It's a good rule.
2: It's a a good rule. It's a good rule. Uh, No no calling the cops. So that's it for the segments, except, of course, for everyone's favorite segment of Lonely Boys Theater.
1: You are now listening to Lonely Boys Theater.
2: We are going to do a lovely little scene between Serena, Dan, and Blair, when uh, Serena is beginning to find out uh, what Blair and Dan have been up to. Um well, you're guest. Who, who would you like to play, Serena, Dan, or Blair? Ooh.
4: Um, I'm totally open. I feel like you guys have your pretty like locked-in characters, so who would you prefer in general? I'm open. Yeah, I Very feel like I'm usually
2: actor. Blair. I feel like, Brendan, you're Serena a lot. Do you want to do Serena and then sure. can yeah, I'm, do I'm Dan?
1: only not Serena when, uh, when Sam's around.
2: Of course, because no one can compete with Stella <laughs> no stellar true. Serena impression. Uh, so if everyone has their scripts in front of them, Serena, you can start it off. I don't
1: understand. How did you end up in a kiss in the first place? Any kiss. We were both alone over Christmas break.
2: And we ran into each other at the movies.
4: And then it kept happening after the break. Only we started making plans to
1: meet.
2: Even worse, enjoying it.
1: But you guys are my two closest friends. Why couldn't you just tell me that? I was just hoping it would go away.
2: I was humiliated, which is why we kissed, because we were humiliated.
4: (laughs) (laughs) To make sure nothing else was going on to complicate us or hurt you. And...
2: Uh, Biggest regret of my life.
4: I mean, that's a little bit of
1: an overstatement, but yeah, it, it was not a good kiss. So you guys have been lying to me and sneaking around for months so you could hang out as friends?
2: Exactly. Friends.
1: Yeah, I swear, just oh, friends. Well, I'm really glad you two found each other because you sure lost me.
2: Well, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, where the fuck do you get off, sir? <laughs>
1: I get off right here. Come here, Blair.
2: <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Oh my wow. goodness. I forgot that that's at your version. Welcome to c- come <laughs> and uh, <laughs> come and
1: join my pink party, baby yeah oh my god oh wow
2: this is (laughs) for a pink party this sure is getting blue Um... (laughs) well no easy way to segue into plugs but we we can try (laughs) ellie thank you again you are now part of the illustrious five-timers club couldn't be happier to have you here is there anything you would like to plug at this hour
4: Oh No, thank you for having me. This was super fun. Uh, let me know the next time Blair and Serena are fighting and I will be there. Um you say next week? Um, <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> so, uh, I am doing too much lately. Um, let's see. I am currently covering Love Island with other frequent guests, Kirsten McInnes, over on RHAP. Uh, covering Love Island USA. That's super fun. We're talking about that twice a week. Going to be talking about the Challenge USA with other frequent guests, uh, Matt Liguori over on the Dom and Colin podcast. That is uh, already premiered, I would assume, by the time this is dropped. Uh, get
2: this out in the next hour. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, and then I'm also going to be talking about Claim to Fame over on RHAP, talking with Rob and Jenny. So that should be super fun. Uh, anything else I'm doing will be on Twitter at Brian underscore Scally. And also uh, streaming on Twitch at Twitch.tv/BeastGalley, hanging out over there, and uh, all good fun.
2: Everywhere, I gotta Very get into. Uh, I gotta get into Claim to Fame. I've been hearing nothing but good you things. You do, you know. I you will do. before season three. I'll watch the first two. That's my promise sure. to myself. Um, <laughs> Brendan, what are you plugging?
1: Uh the usual things. We have some things in the pipeline for the Hobby Boys. Uh, check that out whenever that comes out. We have a. Uh, Fan favorite coming on soon. Don't know when that'll be, but by the time this comes out, maybe it'll be uh, in that ballpark. Um, speaking of ballparks, the Blitzball Boys is uh, putting out plenty of episodes, running through the list of people that work at John Boy Media, so check out those interviews until the next season of sports happens over at that warehouse called Floorball. It's kind of like hockey indoors, so I guess we'll be talking about that at some point in October.
2: I if- have... Never heard someone less enthused to be plugging something. What? what <laughs> well, why sounds so me. bored? I feel like I'm, 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 I'm so forced, I'm forced to talk about
1: this like, thing that nobody on this. Podcast, there's no crossover. No one. Can, like, maybe like, someone geez, geez. on this podcast who's listening like to, to it has heard of jumping media
2: and was making you say promote oh, floorball. Promote <laughs> floorball.
1: could <laughs> 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 just say as I say it. It sounds absurd to anyone who doesn't know what I'm talking about. Uh, which is everyone here. Floorball. Floorball. It sounds like a made-up thing. Because it is, I guess. Is so listen to floorball. <laughs> uh, it is it's 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 funny that I sound so unenthused because it is doing like it's it's doing relatively like, weirdly well because all the people that actually are putting on these shows heard about it and want to be a part of our thing. So it's funny that I sound so disinterested. Uh, but otherwise, listen.
2: To- the thing that Brendan seems so unenthused to talk about is the thing that's actually doing numbers, and it's to continue <laughs> exactly.
1: Course, Podcasters I curse, I go, I go.
2: I'm a monkey's paw. <laughs> it really
1: is. Uh, listen to our sister show, The Sandy Boys, over on patreoncom slash pod, where we cover the OC. Hopefully, coming back next month. But otherwise, there's still like 20 episodes out there that you can get for a measly three dollars. That's three sacagawees for all you uh, coin users out there. <laughs>
2: We'll definitely be coming back next month. No, uh, no, Excellent. hopefully about it. We'll be there. We'll as soon as the crazy summer schedule winds down, we should be able to make some time Love it. for some more Sandy Boys. Um, as for me, I nothing. I, I like I said, I hardly have enough time for this podcast. Haven't been on any other podcasts. Uh, a uh, we didn't we didn't talk about it at the top of the show, but at the time of recording uh, last night. 1989 Taylor's version. Once yeah, again, so that's baby. pretty big. So. that is are <laughs> ramping up for that. We are, we're once again in Taylor Swift preseason that the, the, the season never ends.
1: It never ends. I, I, when, as soon as when we're done do celebrating
2: this? one thing, the next, the next thing. It's pretty absurd. It's ramped up. Pretty absurd. I know. Uh, so there's that. So everyone should be getting excited for that. Um, I will also be watching the challenge USA in an hour. I'm, I'm excited for that. Excited for uh, a and Ligori's coverage of it. So I'll, I'll, I'll do, Double plug that in addition to, to scaly plugging it Ooh. and uh that's that's it um only only murders in the building is back but I haven't watched it yet so can't really can't really say if it's good or not
1: is it good the first season or second season whatever season they did
2: the first suit so i, I believe, I'm of the firm belief that it kind of starts off both seasons like a little boring and then gets better by the end
1: okay yeah I'm, I'm excited about the trio seems like a fun trio
2: they are a fun trio yeah. and at the very least I'm, I'm happy I know I now know how delightful martin short is very cool guy. And that is how we're going to end the podcast. <laughs> uh, you, you can follow me on uh, the website, previously known as Twitter, at MattyFresh24. You can follow Brendan at RuppyPuppy. You can follow his other podcast, The Hobby Boys, at The Hobby Boys Pod. And you can come back next week where we'll be breaking down season four, episode 20, The Princesses and the Frog. But until then, you know you love us. XOXO, The lonely, lonely Boys. boys. All right. Uh, we will not clap, right? Because I know you hate when we clap, even though you invented it. I
1: didn't invent it. I didn't invent the, the clap. <laughs> you invented
2: clapping. Yes, you invented
1: clapping. <laughs> I invent, didn't invent the disease either. Whoa. <laughs> I have acquired it many times, but didn't invent it. Um, <laughs> uh, well, we can clap on three.
2: Okay. That's your idea, not mine. <laughs>
1: I don't know. Why do you get so mad that I insinuate that it I'm was yours? I'm not <laughs> really mad. I'm not don't, mad. Don't make me I'm include not... other evidence on, on future podcasts.
2: Other evidence. I just want on the record. <laughs> that this is your idea to clap and not mine. I have a lot because you gaslit maybe. The other... All right. Count us in.
1: One, two,
2: three. Uh, all right. You're welcome. For so I'm gonna. For you. Yeah, okay. I'm, g- I'm gonna get started. <clears throat>